Yeah, but we we figured it out, guys. Yeah, I think that, I think that's the problem. Like I had created the group, but then Brian and I were still on the phone together. That's why my camera wasn't popping up, and it was driving me nuts. I didn't know you were on your phone. So like, ah. <laughs> when you told me you're on your phone, I was like, that's 100 percent why it's you're not it's not <laughs> allowing you to answer the call because you're on a phone call. Oh well. I'm I'm already recording because we don't have like a schedule or you know a, de- a docket or anything like that. So it is what it is. It's a quarantine show. That's exactly. it, baby. It's COVID-19. I lost your camera there, Brian. You still up? Sorry, what? I lost your camera there. Oh, uh, did I go? Um, no, I'm I'm I'm. Yeah, no, I'm I'm good. Turn no. cam. I'm just seeing a BK. Maybe your internet's running a little slow. Possible. No, not. Wow. <laughs> Do you see me that, really? That, that quarantine beard is looking uh, pretty pretty legit there. I had a uh, bet with Hannah earlier. How many times is the beard going to get messaged? Messing when uh, <laughs> we were on the call because it is it's getting unwieldy. Oh my god! Now that you noticed, uh, now that you mentioned <laughs> it, I um, I I was uh, having a glare at Pete's like. Like chin, I, I I didn't realize how fucking long that beard got. Holy shit! I get that, man, that, that's impressive, dude. That's one month since uh we've been in quarantine since late March. Wow, because we both got sick. That's we right. took ourselves off the grid beforehand. Oh, did you get the COVID? We don't know. We uh we couldn't get a test at that point. I, I actually have a a video interview with a doctor next week to see about um, going for an antibody test because I think I had this back in January. Yeah, that, they're saying it's been around longer than anybody really <laughs> knew. Yeah, man. People wow. are going back and forth from China like like crazy, man. Like, <laughs> you know, like the Wuhan's like a city of 11 million people. They People are fucking international at this point. Uh, I, definitely, I definitely wasn't in Wuhan, China, but I might have been handling some packages from Wuhan, China. You, sir, oh. probably handle all types of shit from China being working from FedEx. <laughs> I definitely do. Now I'm just like, uh, dude, <laughs> I, I, I'm pissed at them. I'm, I'm off all their garbage. I'm not buying any more Chinese nonsense. I'm buying American. All right. I'm, I'm I don't want like, I, I don't care about this dumb disease. Cause it's like, I've already had a million conversations about it. And, um, like it, it doesn't kill. It's not killing like able-bodied people. It just, it's really killing like old people. Like, so I don't know why we're all in quarantine. I've never seen anything like this. None of, nobody has. But it, it, the reason why we're in quarantine is because, you know, like, I mean, look, look at me. I'm, I'm going to say I had it. I had a fever for almost a week. I had the sweats. I had the chills. Um, I had the sore throat. I lost my voice. My voice was coming in and out. I, I felt like shit for almost three weeks. Um, and they tested me for the flu. It tested negative for that. They tested me for pneumonia, negative for that. Nothing else. They said a severe upper respiratory infection. Now, I could have just kept on going my everyday life, running around the stores, coughed all over everything, coughed all over people, and you know, and could have, and that's, and that's what they're more worried about. It's not that it can kill you or it can kill Pete, you know, it's it's, it, you know, it could, it could kill my grandparents or, or, you know, somebody else's grandparents or someone else who's sick. All right. So they should stay quarantined. <laughs> no, I'm being 100 percent serious. It's that's not really how it works. It's not yeah. like you're pre. You're like, okay, you're over 60, and and you have a cough. You're you're in the danger zone. People younger than that have been dying. Not, yeah, but that have been having side effects that are insane. 
Yeah, but but the overwhelming majority, like I'm not saying that it's a hundred percent for everybody that's under a certain age, but the overwhelming majority, you like it's like point, it's like zero point one or something like that mortality rate on people uh, below something like like fifty five, and like obviously we wanted to not overwhelm our our um, our hospitals. The big thing, there's no medical supplies. Because we get all our shit from fucking China and India. (laughs) So the one thing I do hope Glass Half Full is that we, like, stop fucking uh, making all of our, like, buying all of our shit from other countries and we produce something in this country at this point. Because, like, we... Absolutely agree with that. Because, like, we were not prepared for it because, like, you know, the places that, like, all of our factory jobs are, are done. They're donezo, bro. We don't make anything. We, we It's cheaper and to make it and buy it from overseas. So, like, yep. I, hopefully that shit just changes. Hopefully people are like, yo, fuck. Like, like we don't – we can't make surgical masks. Like, we're fucking America. We went to – we fucking went to the moon. We won World War II. We fucking, you know, we went to the cars. We Flying. We can't fucking make masks. Mm-hmm. Then you get into it with the uh, like all the people who were trying to donate with the 3D printers and put the kibosh on that. The pat, can you the balls on those people because the patent? Yeah, <laughs> right. Like I'm, some people aren't earning enough money during this shit. Like <clears throat> wild. Everyone's losing money except for like I want to say grocery stores. They're making tons of money. <laughs> like on toilet paper. Oh, yeah. Grocery stores are making out like hand over fist with this delivery companies, Uber Eats, guys like those. You know, yeah, they, they, they're making out like crazy. It's uh, insane. My yeah. my company's bright idea was hand hand out T-shirts and candy bars to their employees, and as a as a way of saying thanks. And in the bag, it said a hundred grand. Uh, it was a hundred grand candy bar and a pink candy bar. Oh, sweet! We got a hundred grand. Yeah, I I lost my shit with that. I, I actually declined it, and they're like, "What? You're declining it?" I said, "Yeah, I'm declining it." I don't like hundred gram bars. I like Snickers. No. Like, you want to <laughs> give me hundred gram? Take <laughs> take your caramel filled crispy treat and get it away from me. <laughs> <laughs> get your diabetic riddled uh, food away from me. <laughs> yeah, that actually. The well, again, like uh, you know, it's. Obviously, like all the people who are deemed necessary, or what? Not it's not necessary. What, what are they called? Um, essential. essential workers, right? It, you know, they're asking you guys to go out there, and you know, if if we're all on the same page, this is like a real bad disease to put yourself in harm's way, so that people can continue to be at home, and like that should you should get a bonus for that. Because it's not like they stop business. It's not like uh, FedEx or, or UPS. Yeah. Like, you know, like I said to my boss, you know, I was like, you know, I'm out there every day. I'm the one handling these packages. I'm the one knocking on doors and going into buildings and this and that. I was just like, you know, touching hundreds of different packages and doors and this and that a day. I said, I'm the one risking my life out there. I said, and someone wants to make a joke and say, here's a here's a candy bar and a T-shirt. And I'm supposed to be happy about that. I don't think they meant that as a joke, did they? They tried to light. You know, make it a little bit light. And I said, no. I was like, honestly, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm a little offended by that. Yeah, if that's a joke, that's a pretty fucking poor <laughs> yeah. joke. In bad, in bad taste. In bad taste. Uh, it's like, thank you, doctor. Here, here's a nickel. <laughs> well, uh, the hospitals are losing a lot of money too. Like all the elective surgeries are um, are canceled. Sorry, the hospital. The hospitals are getting paid a shit ton of money from the government. For the COVID nineteen deaths, 
So they're actually the, the hospitals are like making up like, you know, these numbers are inflated. Guy goes in, dies of a heart attack. They say, oh, yeah, it's COVID-19 because they get more money than the government. True. And not counting the amount of health care workers. They have to, they're getting paid all overtime. These people the, the hospitals aren't making money on this. Yeah. Uh, and they're they're getting sick. The, the workers are getting sick. Yeah. I got a, a cousin locked in his basement. He's a surgeon. Quarantined from the rest of his family. Like he's getting sick. He can't work. Right? It's like you know, like and that takes puts more strain on the doctors who are there and the nurses who are there. That's the problem. That's why the quarantine happens. It's My, not overwhelm the system because we, for some reason, can't get enough ventilators. Well, no, we we have a ton of ventilators now. We were giving them to other countries that need them. Yeah. Now we yeah. don't have them. No, we're we're fine on ventilators. We we un we were, the ventilator thing, man. They were worried about like because they thought we were like. This shit was gonna put like you know hundreds and thousands and maybe millions of people in uh, in the hospital with the ventilators. That didn't happen. You could, yeah, you could you quarantine. Exactly. We we that were ahead of the idea curve. the quarantine. That was the yeah. whole point of doing this. I got gotcha. you, but I mean it's not like you turn on the news every day and like there's thousands of new cases every day in New York. It's not like like it, it's really it hasn't gone up, but like it's still it's still like because we quarantine. Mm-hmm. That was. All right. In this country, more people have. They, I read it today. More people have died the past two months in this country than in the entire Vietnam War, America. To say that people aren't dying is crazy. That's but only fifty-eight thousand. Quarantine. The whole flatten the curve thing. We didn't lose that many people in the Vietnam the War. Fifty-eight thousand people is not a lot when you consider the country where everyone can get sick. Is uh, there's three hundred and thirty million people in the country. That's, True, but that's why we quarantine, and that's why we lock it down, so that you don't have a million people going into the hospital and dying at once and overwhelming the restrictions that we have. I mean, yeah, but now we're just going to have millions and millions of people unemployed and businesses going out of business. Well, that would have happened anyway when people started dropping dead, and and we had to quarantine, self-quarantine. We weren't going to be dropping dead like that. This, this, the, the mortality rate on this thing is not like that. It's pretty... Solid one. It's, it's, it's not less than point oh one percent, dude. They, they, all you have to all you have to do is listen to your president, drink a gallon of Clorox, and you'll be fine. Yeah, stick a light bulb <laughs> oh, over your ass. And speak, you're great. Speaking of um, uh, presidents, yo, is Kim Jong Il dead? <laughs> I've been hearing mixed things. I've been following. Them. I am very much alive. Yeah, <laughs> the Japanese, yes. According to the South Koreans, no. I mean, South Koreans definitely don't like that guy. So if they're saying no. Then I I probably would say that you know why would they want to um why this, why would they want him to be alive you know they would probably be like oh, this guy fuck that guy he's dead yeah but I think they may be playing a little cautious you know they're like yeah. we'll, they don't we'll want to be dead when we see the body you know first of all yeah, he's like our age right he's like in his late thirties like you guys yeah. have open heart surgery because he, he's and eating he like five packs a day four hundred pounds he eats. Yeah. Well, you know, it's even worse than 400. He's like an unhealthy, like, 280 at, like, 5'5". Five, five. And yeah, like, it's like 5'2". He <laughs> eats, like, just nothing but brie cheese or something like that. <laughs> Crackers. You know, yeah. he eats the cheese from a can. That's what he's eating. He's not eating brie. First of all, Billy, I don't ever even heard of canned cheese what? You've never seen the, the, the canned cheese that they spray on crackers? Oh, cheese whiz. All right. I'm thinking more of like a spam, you know, like no, you rip the top like off. The, it's, it's, yeah, it's like a fucking – it's like whipped cream from the can, a little nozzle that you you, you point down and cheese sprays out. Honest to God, I remember that being awesome when I was like 8, 10. 
I bet you that thing does not. I bet you that cheese does not hold up. You eat that and it's just sickening. Oh, it's. Yeah. I think we bought it for something once. It, Probably cheesesteaks. That I heard that's the preferred cheese for 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 Philly cheesesteaks. Well, no. yeah, I'll tell you something. Philadelphia is wrong about some things. Though. A lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> but I hear that sure. right on their cheesesteaks. That 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 you know, it's named after them. Well, that's great, but. Don't put cheese whiz on it, stupid. It's, it's a horrible cheese. <laughs> what cheese is the preferred cheese for a cheesesteak, then? I always heard that the argument was between cheese whiz and provolone. Yeah. I'm in camp provolone. I like provolone being Italian and everything. Provolone's a great cheese. It's an underrated cheese. I agree. Most cheeses. I've, I've actually, I've used, a, I've, used a, I've used American cheese because it has a good melt to it. American underrated. cheese isn't bad. I like American cheese. But it's the le- has the least flavor of any cheese. Like Swiss is awesome. No, Philly's right. The meltability of it. it yeah, it's the best for grilled cheese. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I love mozzarella cheese. That's a good cheese. Um, I love that we haven't seen each other in two months, and we're right back on sandwiches. Well, <laughs> they're delicious, Pete. I've been uh, I've been working. I've been like like exercising and like doing a lot of um, like household stuff. So I, I'm, I'm averaging like fifteen to twenty five thousand steps a day. But I am off the diet. I'll tell you that much. I've been eating what I wanted to eat. I'm at home, man. Like, what else am I doing, dude? I'm gonna have me a yeah. sandwich. Well, we have uh, so far during this quarantine devoted all our time to eating and playing video games. So we're gonna start the diet this week. <laughs> it's, it's getting out of hand. Well, because this thing was, was like, all right, we'll be in here for what, like, like three weeks? Like, we're good? And it's <laughs> like, six weeks? <laughs> this is the double the amount of eating I thought I was going to do. Oh, that, my God. It's gotten yeah, bad. It's supposed to be in Iceland uh, as of today, but obviously that didn't happen. Are you getting refunded for that? There now? Uh, we're supposed to be getting credits from Expedia, so we'll see what happens. Well, dude, uh, a lot of people, I feel bad for the people who got, like, we were going to get married, and they have yeah. to reschedule that. We uh, were supposed to go to a wedding in a couple of weeks in uh, Massachusetts. Obviously, that, it's canceled. That got called off, and the sad thing is those people that we were going to already had to cancel their wedding once for a health emergency, and now they're fucked again. Fortunately, I, the Airbnb. Honestly, them. with those people, uh, I don't know who they are, but God's telling you don't do it. Hey, that's what I mean. Just a little. <laughs> no, I would say break up. <laughs> God, God has thrown two pebbles at you. All right, don't get hit the with an asteroid. The yeah, don't get hit with the boulder at the third time. All right, <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna like die in a fiery plane crash or something on that honeymoon. <laughs> the, the 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 heavens and the stars are telling you not to do this. Um, <laughs> the. Uh, I imagine the longer this goes, like, you know, some catering halls might just go out of business and I couldn't even contemplate like spending thirty to fifty thousand dollars on a wedding and then the the place, the catering hall going out of business and I'm just out of luck. Out of that money. Backyard weddings are gonna become a thing again. Oh thank God. Well I don't think I think well Pete, you got your wish. Big weddings I think will have died. Oh, I've I've been self quarantining before it was cool. So this is I'm fine with a lot of the stuff going on right now. I hope I can wear a mask in public for the rest of my life. No, I hate the mask thing. I don't like any of that shit. I oh, people can't see me scowl at them. It's great. I've been I've been mouthing fuck you to everybody. Glass half full with the masks. Um, see? <laughs> well, look, I gotta wear a mask. I'm saying fuck you to everybody. I'm like fuck you, man. Fuck you. Exactly. 
<laughs> Billy's wife was kind enough to make a mask for me and Hannah and so on. Mm-hmm. And she made mine like a zombie mask. Got like blood stains and stuff. So people look at me with the beard sticking out underneath it. Like I'm a fucking maniac. And <laughs> I'm like, this wait. Everyone just avoids me. Uh I, I don't go to bars, so that does not a big deal for me. And, like, eating out, I kind of, like, seamless anyway, so, like, that doesn't affect me so much. But, like, not seeing friends and family just blows. Like, you know. Yeah. That part's rough. Like, again, like, not having you guys over to do the podcast and, you know, not being able to, just, you know, have my pa- my, my mom over to, like, my Jill is, like, in, is, she's, like, not letting my, my family over to see our, you know, my kids. So that's a little like you know, heartbreaking for me because my mom hasn't seen her grandson yet. So yeah. like that sucks. No, that part's the rough part. That mm-hmm. that same cousin I was talking about is quarantined now. He caught it. His father-in-law died right after he uh, contracted it. They couldn't go to a funeral. He couldn't. He can't even be with his wife right now. So like, yeah, for mourn. It's the, rough. The um. Uh, Lippy's dad has it. Um, he, Any word on that? Yeah, he's recovering, but he had a stroke and he like lost control of the left side of his body. This, that's, what, that's a big thing they're saying is the strokes. Well, strokes. Lippy's dad had compromised health. He had like a lot of health issues with his heart and shit. And I guess the strain that the disease put on him caused stroke. And, you know, I guess because, you know, you're. you're Especially guys who go on the ventilators, you're struggling to breathe, and that puts a lot of stress on your body. It also attacks the organs. Does it? Heart, hearts and lungs and livers. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's taking out fat people, diabetics, uh, anyone with like asthma, uh, old motherfuckers. Uh, if you have health problems, I mean, obviously you should be scared. If you're, you know, pretty much fine, then you probably you, there's like a ninety nine percent chance you're good. Yeah. But in general, there like ninety nine point nine percent of us will not die of this. So, I mean, I, I I don't want anyone to die of this. I'm not trying to be like an asshole, but we've been sitting at home now, not work like, like not working. Like I, I have a you know obviously you guys know that like I, my family owns a business. We can only stay idle for yeah. so long before we close shop, and that's just the end of it. Well, that's how everyone is, you know. I work for a business. It's the same thing. You know? I've been picking up my, my little freelance bits here and there. But, you know, that's a concern. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do after this? What's what's going to make it through? This? Well, it's going to be the new normal. There, yeah. No, people are. It, we're we're going to be like China. We're going to be like walk. People are going to be walking around with masks for a long, I think maybe forever even. Like people. Oh, are, yeah, you're going to have those people that will continue to wear masks after this. For sure. I, Absolutely. I think that um, like sporting events and all that shit, concerts will be canceled for the rest of the year. Uh, sporting events may go on with no one in the stands uh, because there's too much money involved with like TV and gambling for it not the game not to happen. It was the four was the forerunner in that and has been. Well, yeah, he had um, he had uh, wrestling professional wrestling declared an essential business in uh, Florida. <laughs> that was amazing. I was like, that's a brilliant bit of business right there he's awesome i i love vince man like florida didn't give a shit bro. they really That's don't like, they really for a but then again all right let's say florida doesn't give a shit right and like 
nothing happens, then like what 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 do we all say about that? Like then then it's proven the other way. The, the, you know, it's the fact, but that's not what the numbers show. That is what it's the numbers that, show. In North Carolina, the person who organized that big protest, he got COVID. He's now, now sick with it. So, <laughs> yeah, but no, no one's saying you can't get sick with it, but they're just saying that, like, it, like anything, like, you know, you get sick with it, you get herd immunity, everyone moves on with their lives. Well, that's in theory. <laughs> Isn't a we don't have any mind. evidence of that. We don't even have herd immunity yet because people are contracting it more than once. No, we don't have herd immunity because we've all quarantined ourselves. Because this isn't going to go away. Like we're going to go back, and it's going to come back. It's going to be another wave of this yeah. shit. So, like, I and already predicted it'll be back by Christmas, and we'll all have to endure people being like, hashtag home for the holidays. It's going to be back way back. before Christmas, Pete. Like, because again, like people have it now, right? It's, it'll probably take another three, four months to build up. That's what? That's September, or October. Like, yeah. so no Halloween, my, my whole thing is like, Hey, look, I'm a team player. I, I haven't, everything you've asked of me, I've done. I've stayed at home, only went out to grocery shop and things I needed. Right. I've wore my mask, wearing gloves. I'm, you know, I'm still social distancing, but like, what's, what's our plan exactly? When do we go back? What, like, like what did this actually do? Like, do we get, is no one going to get sick or die from this? Absolutely not. People are, the people who are still going to get sick and die from this are still going to get sick and die. We're just prolonging so that. What's your solution to that? I, I think the, the the best thing was anyone who's super at risk at this, right? Like you, the, the people who have compromised health, older people, they're the ones that should have done what we're doing now. And the rest of us should have uh, quarantined ourselves from them. You know, like if you have loved ones that like could be affected by this. And if and if you are in that genre, that not genre, the um, that, that um, category of like you could be, uh, you know, you could die because you're at health averse to this, your health risk to this then at your own risk, buddy, like we warned you to not to go out, right? And if you go out then and you die, then that we told you not to, right? But it, it's, I feel it's more complex than that because this thing's going to cycle for a while. You have older people or immunocompromised people who live with younger people who are going to school and bringing it all over the place. It's mm -hmm. not as so simple as like, you're an old person, lock yourself in a closet for the next six months and we'll hope for the best for you. But I mean, look what we did though. Where it's like, okay, we're not going to do that to older people or sick people. We're just going to do that to everybody. It's what we saw in China that needed to be done. They now, fucking are authoritarian government. It's not like they had a choice. They just said, everyone get in your house right now. No, they didn't do it for a while until th their entire health system crashed. That's what we were trying to avoid. We have no idea the if their health system, system crashed, crashed because we have no actual real knowledge. We of went into it with zero equipment. We went Look at Italy. Zero plan. The, the entire task force devoted to handling a situation like that was disbanded two years ago. We uh, had nothing. We had no plan whatsoever. What? what but again, though, like the, we only we had fifty thousand people die in three months. It's it's only counted for twenty percent of the viral deaths in this country. Because it's working. Because this whole thing we're doing mm -hmm. is actually taking effect and working. They were, they were talking about the apex of hitting the apex where the, the number of new cases is lower than the number of recoveries. And that's what we were trying to hit. And from what I understand, we're doing that. Because mm -hmm. if the number keeps rising and rising, healthcare systems fail, hospitals get overcrowded, hospitals fail, we run out of equipment. You have what happens in Italy where you literally have doctors taking people off of ventilators to put other people on them, essentially choosing who lives and who dies. 
Italy is not the greatest place as far as like if you would want to get sick somewhere. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. America's get sick. not the greatest place. America is healthcare system. What are you talking about? America's fine. Like people I, with no health insurance. That that has nothing to do with like you getting sick in America as far as like the healthcare that that you can access. If you're not going to get the health, or it's going to ruin you for the rest of your life, it, that plays a part. If, if somebody doesn't have health insurance, but and they're but, and maybe, on the fence, but you like, think they're going to get a ventilator? No, they're not. Broke people who can't pay for anything aren't going to get anything. Obviously, there was that there was that one lady from uh, from Manhattan who had the COVID nineteen, and then decided she didn't want to stay in the city, so she ran out to the Hamptons when everybody was flooding out there, and went to the hospital and said, yeah, hi, I have COVID-19, but I didn't feel like staying in the city. They said, why are you here? She's like, well, I figured I'd come out here and get treated instead. Like, you're an idiot. You're going to get a much better treatment in the city, in the city hospital than you would here. They're better equipped for it. We're not, you moron. You shouldn't have have left. You should have stayed where you were. Yeah, but that's like... There was a um, a really funny Bill Burr skit from a couple of years ago, like one of his stand-up bits, where he's like, I don't know a lot about Ebola. Pick, replace Ebola with COVID-19 in this case. Because mm-hmm. I don't know much about this disease, but one thing I know is one of the side effects is the second you contract it, you run out and buy a plane ticket somewhere crowded. Yeah. <laughs> well, was it, uh, we've been hearing about Corona for, what, several months on the, on, you know, the news, right? Uh, December? At least. Because they were saying that they weren't going to have their festival, but the fucking people had it anyway, the New Year. And then they yeah. started like closing shit down, but I don't get like. That's what I'm saying. It happened for a while before they started closing anything, and everything collapsed because they couldn't handle the numbers. What Sometimes collapsed the over there? Healthcare system, hospitals overcrowded. That, but they didn't. Say, according to them, nothing collapsed over there. According to China, like if we believe anything. I know that's what I'm saying. Like you can't, like you can't really trust. As factual, like their numbers are all skewed because, like, because China, like, like they don't, they're not telling you the whole deal. So, yeah, like, that more people probably died than what they were letting on. Well, I mean, they it, gave us numbers that would cause concern, double it. <laughs> well, again, because their numbers are bullshit because they said they had something like 2,000 people die, and like, bro, you have like like eight or nine cities like Wuhan, right? Where it's like 11 million plus and they're highly densely populated and they, that shit was running wild for months, right? Like, and you're telling me you only had 2000 people die. Like, like, come on, bro. Of like, course. They're, they're full of shit. We had 50,000 people die in three months and we've been doing this shit. So like, come recorded on. people. That's the other recorded people. Yeah, but so late to the game with testing that some people don't even know. Yeah, but if honestly, if we if we tested everybody, the this shit would you'd be mad because you'd be like, why are we in our houses for this shit? Because like, I think it's the opposite. Two point because that's the key to stopping it. Rather than just locking the old people up, you test people if they have it. Not not just presumptive. Who do you think is vulnerable to it? If you have it, you're quarantined for two weeks. Done and done. I'm fine with get the goddamn test. I'm fine with testing that too, but I, I would also uh, tell everyone who's health adverse to not go out for a while. That's but. probably a good idea too, but we can't get the test to determine who's carrying it, who's a silent carrier, who's not exhibiting symptoms. We've well, tested more people than any other country. Like we, I, I, have we? 
Yes. That's not as far as I've heard. No, we've literally tested That's more people than any other country. To get a test. Not as far as my sister's a pharmacist has said. Like, it's only now starting to roll out, and even now they're saying we need double that. There's, the there's, yeah, they're saying we need to double everything. We, uh, But, like, again, like, we've tested more people than any other country. We fucking... Our death numbers are fifty thousand if for three months, right? Even if you if we keep it that state, right? That's fucking two hundred thousand people. That's like, all right, that's four times as much as the flu. I don't know, man. I just like I, I don't think that comparison's fair, considering it's over the course of two months where we're presuming the numbers <clears> over <throat> actually having the numbers. Cuomo came out and said that um, that the infection rate something like a twenty percent. Like they, he said that two point seven million New Yorkers had it, right? And according to that, according to the the number of the of the infection rate, right? So if you tested all the people, right, your mortality percentage would go way down because it'll probably go down. But you'll also have deaths that weren't properly attributed to it. Maybe, but also, like the, the I would say that the mortality rate would go way down. There'd be more deaths because there, uh, there, there would be people who died of it that would um, have been considered de- dead of COVID. Well, taking the mortality rate out of it, you're also talking about stopping it if you had the test. But you, you can't the stop it. No, you can because if you do the test in large enough numbers, you could have people quarantined who are symptomless carriers. Yeah, but again, you wouldn't even know that. You, you, when when do you start coming in and getting tests though? Like you're gonna you're gonna give out you're gonna roll out 350 million tests, but you're gonna have to do more than that because. Uh, I think you should have to pass the test before you go back to work. I I get that too, but like, I, I, what I'm trying to say is like you could not have you could take a test and then you know you could fucking come across one that had it. At you know, the point not is at work. Up the number of testing. If you up the number of tests. You severely reduce the amount of people who are quietly spreading. Are you still going to get spread? Yes, but you're going to cut those carriers out by a huge swath. I don't. Do I maybe, but like the thing then is, test for the antibodies, like New York is finally doing. But and, again, and you, do. you corral it. There's no guarantee that you can't catch it again. Unfortunately, um, the, I agree. The people, and that's why the herd immunity thing is bullshit because we don't know if they, there's herd immunity. Really, the only way this thing ends is if you get a vaccine, which we're saying is a year away. So. Year, I don't know, maybe more. Where's that? You know, where's that H1N1 vaccine or the fucking SARS? They still don't have that shit. They had it close to it, apparently. I did some reading on that, and then they lost the funding because the virus died down and it just kind of went away, which is fucking tragic to hear that. Um. Almost as if they cut the entire funding for the pandemic. Well, again, the, the the fucking that shit was mostly over in Asia. So, like, once it died down, it wasn't a big deal over here. Yeah, and here we are. We have a more viral form of it. Also, stop eating fucking wild animals. Don't don't stop eating wild animals. You can eat your wild animals. Stop. Caging them all together. Well, what the it, fuck? <laughs> yeah, the wet market thing is the most disgusting fucking garbage I've ever heard. You have like bats throwing up on chickens and like on a, pe- on a pangolin. I didn't know what a pangolin was. Before. What is a pangolin? The saying that's one of the, the animals we suspect is like a, a carrier of this. Mm-hmm. 
it's literally like a weird armadillo monster. <laughs> it's like this big, and it looks like um, a armadillo mated with a hamster. <laughs> it looks like a Pokemon. You know one of those desert Pokemons? Yeah, yeah. It looks just like that. Didn't know what it was, and then boom, there it is. And like Anglins did it. Like I'm just really annoyed that like. Was it probably ever since like 2000, right? It's like every couple of years, dude. It's like H1N1, SARS, bird flu, swine flu. It's like, stop fucking eating, stop fucking going to those wet markets, you assholes. What the yeah. fuck is wrong with you people? No, that that part's insane to me. And it's also, you know, they are over there asses to elbow with people. So, like, one person gets something and it, it just happens. Yeah, but they're also kind of dirty. Like, they just, like, they, they don't live in, like, because I, I guess the government doesn't regulate shit like that or they don't care. They like live in these things, and you end up with an issue. Yeah, so this all you know. Every, all the Chinese restaurants closed down because they can't get their like cheap Chinese food shit from China now. Like, because you can't even get Chinese food now because uh, like they're closed due to COVID because their the supply chain has stopped. They can't get their like. I know there's a reason why that you can't rec- uh, re- uh, re- uh, replicate Chinese food because they're getting it over from China, man. They're shipping it in. They they're putting probably some like sauce on it out in China that only is from China. No, that's, are you kidding? Americanized Chinese food? That's bullshit, dude. That, that food that we get, that mm-hmm. we call Chinese food, is not Chinese. That is American right. Chinese food. They don't eat like that, but they're getting something from yeah. China that tastes like that. Oh, the reason they're going out of business and they can't get anything is because people hear the word China and they go like, oh, <laughs> if we see a Chinese person, we're going to get the COVID. No, it has nothing to do with racism. I, I, how many people have uh, – has nothing to do with racism because everyone I know is like, I want to order Chinese food, and they're just a lot of them are just closed because of the fucking they, – they can't well, get their, their food anymore. It's all because all, 90% of restaurants are now – I have never sat and eaten Chinese food in a restaurant, I feel. I feel I've only ordered that shit. Food service in general is suffering. We do like once a week we go into a place. I have only eaten out. I've only ordered a pizza once, and that's like the only time I've eaten out um, this entire time. Well, there you go. You know, every place, every pizza place. Is uh, I'm sure. Like you know, yeah. look at all the people, the the farmers and stuff like that. They got they can't sell their you know they don't they're not selling nearly as much meat and milk and eggs and all that shit because all the restaurants aren't in business. So like people are eating at home. But I, you know what I call, I call bullshit on that because every time I go to the supermarket. You can't. You can barely find eggs. The dairy yeah, shelves but, are running low. No, but but Billy, the supermarket is 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 a supermarket. They they're not ordering more of things. That's why when you go there and like they're they're just out of something is because they're not changing their deliveries on things. It's like I I went there for for eggs and they're gone because they you know they don't expect people everyone to be at home at once and buy fucking crazy amounts of eggs like that. Same. That's why there's no toilet paper, and then there's toilet paper, and then there's not toilet paper. But we still have tons of toilet paper. Sh- uh, Shoprite's not going to be like, yo, uh, uh, Charmin and Scotts. We need more deliveries of toilet paper. They don't. They don't probably make a ton of money on that. They're just like That's panic buying. That's yeah, the panic buying. The hoarders, the people. Who, and then you got those assholes. My favorite one was the the guy who bought like the five grand, fifty grand worth of toilet paper, and he can't sell it back. Yeah, it was <laughs> Price Club was saying like no backsees on any of that like. Lysol or toilet paper. Because you got these people who panic buy it, and then they try to gouge. They try Mm -hmm. to sell it online at an inflated price. It's still like, 
There's a combination of people trying to make money off it, and there's a combination of people who think that there'll never be another roll of toilet paper or, or paper towels again. Yeah, well, I think the problem is the uh, the prior. No, dude, it's both. No, no, the prior, the latter is definitely more the problem. I you, meant. you remember um, Hurricane Sandy, bro, where people were, like, getting in a line yeah. to top off, bro? People are fucking crazy. No, that's what I mean. The, the, the panic buying is so insane. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, buy fourteen hundred eggs. How long they last? <laughs> fourteen hundred eggs. I, I um, I, I you know like I buy the the eighteen things the eggs, but I, but I'm making eggs every morning for you know for me and my wife. I'm like, cause yep. I'm home every day though. Like, I've actually I don't know. I spend about like two hundred and change, but I've all like I'm I'm giving my sister um a law break with the cause she you know she's on she got furloughed. So like yeah. I don't know how much I don't know how much she's getting for unemployment, but I'm not gonna be like, hey, give me my rent. So like I'm I'm buying her groceries and, yeah, and taking care of them. So, and then also I'm the oh, only one. No, no, she worked at LA Fitness and they you know oh. they closed out. I my, my favorite memes right now are day one when the gym gets back open and like. They have like CrossFitters and like uh, <laughs> vegans and like guys on roids, and then like they keep putting their like those names on like different scenes and movies. Like my favorite one so far is Borat, where they're all dancing, like the you know, <laughs> like, like the old guy who walks in naked, you know. <laughs> or my, actually, my favorite favorite one is uh, first day. This is how I'm gonna enter the gym first day back, and it's the Ultimate Warrior running out at WrestleMania eight. Full speed slide. Yeah. Oh man. I will say the I I would say if there is a silver lining to everything, it's uh, breakfast has been on point lately. Oh yeah. I don't normally enjoy breakfast of this magnitude, but every day it's like eggs Benedict, egg in a frame, Mm -hmm. brioche bread. Like we're going to town. On on the camera, is that a bottle of Jergens lotion behind you, or is that a bottle of hand sanitizer behind? You? I have no idea what that is. Trader <laughs> Joe's moisturizing cream. <laughs> this is okay. my. I know the joke you're going to make, but the truth is, throw a rock and hit a moisturizing cream in this house. Yeah, yeah. You got some dry ass people in that house, man. I I, I got like, my one, knuckles are dry. One, <laughs> this one very dry lady. Can eat the light <laughs> oh, I. Uh, <laughs> I kept myself busy a little bit, and uh, you know, my grandmother died a couple of uh, weeks ago. So I've been, we've just been taking shit from the house, and like, you know, so I took a ton of weight from my grandfather's house, and I set up a gym in my garage now. So I've been working out in my garage. I wish I bought a squat rack because he, like, the only thing I didn't want, I didn't want to take the, you know, he had the Smith machine over there. I wasn't gonna disassemble that, bring it over to my house, and reassemble that. Yeah, but I, I, I bought like a hundred and thirty dollars squat rack, and I could. I could do whatever I want. I took his bench, um, like the actual bench and stuff, and the barbell set, ton of weight, um, shoulder shrug. He had all he had all that shit. You remember uh, he used to work out with me down there. Oh, hell yeah. He had the best setup. Yeah, an Olympic bar, curling bar, all that stuff. So I've been getting a good workout in. And then I also took his pool table. So I got that now in the garage, uh, shooting pool. So I what am I started to deck with? Like that's one of my favorite memories of your grandfather is when we were working out in the basement at his house, and you bet you something like fifty bucks that you couldn't put up three hundred pounds on the Smith machine or something, mm-hmm. and you were like, "Yeah, yeah, I got." We were like twenty-two. Mm-hmm. 
what he didn't notice is when you went to lift, he lean, put all his weight on the one bar and just kind of leaned there and winked at me like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Dude, I, I remember that because it was going up. Like, I was getting it. I was like, I was so like, oh, my God, it's happening. This is this is, this is is happening. And then it was just like, I'm dying. Oh, I, oh, I thought I, – I, yeah. I remember I, 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 this motherfucker I remember sitting up being like, damn, I thought I had it, dude. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I still laugh at that all the time. Dude, he used to do the uncle the not the uncle uh the, the, the Gomez Adams where he used to go out into our backyard and just drive golf balls into nowhere. <laughs> like it's a, we live in a, in a in a neighborhood. It wasn't like he Your like house. Yeah nice. he, all over. Yeah, he would just launch fucking golf balls. Just whoosh, beautiful drive. <laughs> but now you're in the proud uh, tradition of um, garage gym owners. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm not as insane as Mac. Like I'm not, I don't got like his setup, but uh, you know, it's it's enough where I can get a good little workout going. I've been running around my block, so like I got a little cardio going. I go in there a little bit of weights. It's keeping me active during this heavy eating time. There you go. I yeah, bet, I wish we had that kind of. I bet you up. Billy has lost weight during this. He's like, <laughs> I've been eating thirty Hostess cakes a day, but somehow it's melting right off. Yeah, he's been. I saw you. You made for your anniversary. It was like I don't know if that was a, a plate just for you, but it was a big fat steak, two like yeah. shrimp skewers, fucking. Yeah, that like, was my plate. Oh yeah. my god, I was like, damn, that is a that was a good side. That was a good plate right there. You had two skewers, big steak, potatoes. Uh, yeah. Chicken wrap filet mignon, yeah, shrimp skewers, yeah. What can I say, you know? Because, yeah, generally, Danielle and I, we always go to uh, Blackstone's for our anniversary. So uh, I was like, all right, whatever. I was like, I'll make uh, I'll make the dinner. Uh, by the way, congratulations on uh, another year. Uh, how many years is it now? Six years. Dang, time flies by. Seriously, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your wedding feels like yesterday. I know, right? It's just it's, it's crazy how much how much has changed and gone on since then and uh You I, you I, look crazy young in that picture. I thought you was like fifteen years I, ago. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you well, look older, but like I don't know, I just like that picture of you and your wedding, you just maybe you were just cleaned up. It was just like, you look Oh yeah, no, yeah. I was, I was cleaned up. I was go I was going tanning like five times a day. <laughs> the GTA I feel like that have the opposite effect on your youthfulness. <laughs> <laughs> like other football. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, jeez, I can't even remember the last time I went tanning. It's nuts. I would not go tanning. It's the probably the one of the worst things you could do for yourself. It's going to cause cancer. It makes you look like an asshole. It sounds someone with COVID nineteen would be the worst thing you can do. I, you probably, uh, bro. There's like a really good chance nothing. You, you walk away from that unscathed. The yeah, tan- you're microwaving yourself for for an hour. <laughs> Like you're hey, melanoma. Maybe, maybe Trump's onto something with that UV light, you know? <laughs> if I, only there was a way to inject it in the body. <laughs> I, uh, I, these people, like 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 Cuomo, uh, Dr. Fauci, Trump, like like you, they've been given like long conferences for like two months. Like after like I, I I don't know like they must dread it every day going out there being like, so when is this all thing gonna end? What do you think we should do? It's just like oh my god. <laughs> I don't think Trump does. I think he loves it until he gets made fun of, and then he shuts it down for a day. Yeah. And then he does it. Again. I don't think Trump really likes it so much. It's fucking. No, I think he sucks. doesn't get to have his big rallies anymore. 
So he's just like, I just need to get in front of the camera and say like, He likes the ratings. He likes the ratings. Yeah. yeah. That was here. a while ago. I, I don't think I don't think any of these motherfuckers like going out there at this point and like having to answer for the third for the going on the third month now of like flattening the curve and what it like what about <laughs> it's like no, what I what I what I like is when de Blasio gives his press conference and it contradicts and it everything. His press conference says, Don't mess with that guy, he's a fucking moron. Dude, Cuomo Absolutely, like I don't know, he's got a vendetta for, uh, for De Blasio, but he's like, whatever that guy just says, bullshit. <laughs> like, I, I feel like we've hit this point. The country's more divided than ever. Some people hate what Trump says. Some people are yelling at Cuomo. But whenever De Blasio shows up, we're all like, shut up. Yeah, exactly. But uh, no, then, then another good thing Cuomo said was uh, about the protesters. He goes, he goes, you don't have a job. You're you complaining, you know, about not having a job. I understand. He goes, you don't want to stay in your house? He goes, go out. Get a job as an essential worker. Problem solved. You'll get a paycheck, and you don't have to stay in your house. Shut that lady up in that press conference. The, the essential worker of the group. <laughs> I mean, like, people are making more money than, you know, not than uh, unemployment than going to work for Target, man. So, like, I would just... It's crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, like, how do you convince? How do you con- like? Let's say you furloughed a guy, right? And you're like, you know, McDonald's, Burger King, like one of these like low level. I guess bad example because they're actually still working. But like, you you you're a low level employee somewhere. You got furloughed, right? And then they're like, all right, shit's shit, opening back up. Come to work at Macy's, right? Uh, why? Macy's ain't surviving. No. Well. well I'm just trying to. Admit, I'm just trying to think of a big. Yeah, I know what you're saying. The uh, one company that's definitely not coming back. <laughs> all right, Pete, give me a break. I'm just trying to think of a company that's definitely closed right now. That's you know has a lot of low level employees. So like, yo, they open yeah. ba- they open back up. They're like, all right, everyone get back to work. They're like, are we, are we can we can all hire you back now. And they're like, well, I'm making like you know six hundred dollars a week, yeah. fucking you know, unemployment. I was only making like three hundred with you, dicks. Yeah, but that's not. I get that and I agree with that, but that's not how unemployment works. Technically, if you turn down any job, mm-hmm. you're cut. You're cut out. Uh, yeah, but unfortunately, Pete, we're in a pandemic. They could just be like, I f- "I'm fearing for my health. Like I'm sick or whatever the fuck. You know, I don't. I, I don't feel comfortable going back to work yet." I'm that, sure there's an that that for sure. I, for one, uh, as as stressful as this has all been, I've never actually had my stress level as low as it is right now because of not having to go to the terrible place I work. Um, like you should like have uh, you should def- definitely roll your own place out. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm in a weird place where I don't know who employs me right now because mm-hmm. I got furloughed essentially mm-hmm. from the company I hate. So did you but, get unemployment? So yeah, I got the unemployment, but like right away, I got the I saw this ad on Facebook from a local brewery. It was like I need some work done, and I. Wrote them an email, and they're like, you know what? You're hired. You're our graphic designer from now on. But sweet. Did a couple jobs with them. Then they couldn't open, and I haven't heard anything back. So I don't know when this ends. Is the terrible job going to come back, or is my dream job going to come back? Wait, so were they on on par with your other job, though, like as far as benefits and uh, pay? We didn't even get to that discussion. They hired me. They said, you're in. We want you as the, the guy. Once we open, you're a guy. In the meantime, here's some freelance work. We'll give you this much money to do this, this, and this. 
Mm-hmm. And then they couldn't. They were Bellport Brewing. Mm-hmm. They wanted to open in late April. Obviously, that couldn't happen. So I'm like, either hopefully they survive enough that because they didn't have a like a building yet. Mm-hmm. They over one. So I'm hoping they're just waiting. They got a money backer and everything, and then they're like, "Come on in," and I could actually work for a place I want to work. That will yeah. hopefully that works out for you. Yeah, I doubt they pay as much, but worth it. Worth it. Well, you have <laughs> you have your own um, freelance stuff to like supplement some of your income too, right? So yeah, yeah, that's that's fortunately still happening. So, I mean, like, uh, are you just, like, hired gun, just whoever has the most dough I'm going? Or you're like, all right, well, I, I, for my own mental health, I'd rather work for less money at some place I enjoy working at. As, well, it depends. Are you talking during quarantine or post? After. Post, post I'm going to want some cash. Mm-hmm. Right now, you got five bucks. I'll throw you. Mm-hmm. I just entered a T-shirt contest for a meat company, like a meat shop in Farmingdale. Mm-hmm. Prizes two hundred dollars worth of meat. I'm like, nice. Take that. <laughs> That's all. I, I, like when you go to pick up your prize, it's just like a big, uh, like a big clear garbage <laughs> bag full of meat. Like there you go, bud. Hefty bag full of beef. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's that. It'd be so funny instead of like no, individually packed dollars worth of gift cards. Gotcha. So you could like distribute them or use them on yourself or whatever. Or they give you an obnoxiously big cut. Is like, I just I want one uh, a side of beef that I got to throw in my trunk. Yeah, <laughs> dude, like they uh, they gave like Rocky would beat up like they're the like, kind of Rocky would fight. In yeah, the here here's your beef, sir. Here's your prize. Like, I, I where am I gonna put this thing, man? What are you <laughs> <laughs> way down the car, like in the Flintstones. It's that rack of ribs. I would, <laughs> way down your car. It's gonna fucking bleed all over your car, bro. It would be a fucking mess. Well, that's what the tarp is for. Do you, do you guys got any tarps or garbage bags? I didn't expect this. <laughs> I was ex- contractor bags, please. I was expecting like a box of Omaha steaks. To be honest with you guys, <laughs> honestly, I wouldn't have entered this contest had I known. <laughs> That's like steaks in Omaha. Did any of you guys get the Omaha steak thing? Nah, I never did that. I hear it's awesome. But we th- talked about doing butcher box, but that's about it. What is it? Just like a like one of your subscription things that just sends you like awesome meat. things with meat, like like uh, seasonings and like you know aprons, meat, all cuts stuff. of meat. It's like you only cuts of meat, steak and chicken. Like you put your preferences mm-hmm. and send it to you. I got a freezer full of venison, so I'm good. Nice. Yeah, was it a? Uh, Oh, yeah. You think we'll, you'll be able to uh, hunt this year? Um, yeah, I can go up hunting this year. Hunting mm-hmm. property. a perfect social distancing activity. You're up in the oh, I mean, the, the, but the only problem is, like, yeah, like, it'd be like me and my dad and, like, you I don't bullets? know, like, if the other two guys who normally go up with us. Would what I up. meant by that is, like, you got bullets? Oh, yeah, dude, I, I, I told you what happened, right? no. Oh yeah, like when everybody was freaking out about toilet paper, I went up to field and stream, and I, I stocked up on ammo. <laughs> I, oh, that's awesome! Because uh, I actually uh, did the same thing, but um, again, my grandfather came in and hooked me up again from the grave. I was <laughs> going through his uh, shit, and I found seven hundred eighty rounds of two two three ammo in a fucking military box. And yeah, then, 
I found yeah, 200 and something rounds of uh, shotgun shells. And <laughs> then I found a couple hundred nine millimeter and a couple, I found 500 rounds, I'm sorry, 400 rounds of 308. And uh, yeah, so I'm like, I'm ready for a fucking shootout, bro. <laughs> like, I got I should go buy another barrel for my AR-15 in case shit gets heavy. I gotta like take take the barrel off mid gunfight. <laughs> um, yeah, but there were uh, the, in the the month leading into the pandemic. No, it set a record for guns sold in the month. Two point five million guns were sold that month. Yeah, oh, yeah. it was mostly from um, first time gun owners. They were like. There's gonna be a fucking martial law. Fucking, we gotta go get guns. Like when I went to the gun store to pick up ammo, there was a guy who was like had a glass of water and his throat was getting raspy because he kept giving the same like, like, like teaching. He was teaching people how to use the gun and like what like what the laws were and like he's like, I'm sorry, I'm I've been saying this all day. Like, <laughs> sorry if this is rehearsed. Yeah, I treat every gun like a loaded gun. <laughs> Don't point a gun at someone unless you're ready to pull that trigger. By yeah. the way, had I known that you could buy totally awesome guns, I might have been a cop. Like, because if you're a cop, you could go buy fully automatic. Like, you could go buy whatever you want. I'll have you talk to my brother-in-law after this is all over. Is is he? NYPD. He enjoys that. Yeah, I dude. That that again. Guidance counselors should have told like, hey, look, you like guns? All right, be a cop. Like, hey, look, man, you like money? You know, work at a hedge fund, bro. Like, <laughs> like yo, yeah. you, you no, like, I, wish, I wish that's true. Like, guidance like counselors. Like, be a sports star. You like being broke? Mm-hmm. Do art. <laughs> bro, it's like, you like art? So does everyone else. It doesn't pay that much. Get a job, loser. <laughs> well, the problem is, art is, like, awesome, but, like, so many people can do it in one way or another that in, you guys have, like, sort yeah. of fucking, like, um... There's just so many of you that it's just hard to rise above unless you're just that much more talented than everyone else, you know? Well, at that point, I am. Still, probably. Almost like being a musician. I'm doing great things this quarantine. They're going unnoticed. Well, what I'm trying to say is, like, you know, you could work at, like, a comic book company, right? And, like, yeah. there, there your shit's appreciated, but you got to be on a whole nother level to, yeah, to do yeah. something like that. Like, like, was it, uh, you, you know, you and, um, Rob are awesome, but like, you know, I mean, are you that good compared to like, you know, some of these fucking uh, artists that are uh, doing, like, what's the guy from Spawn? Um, like Todd McFarlane, that guy just like blows you away. Like, well, I put myself not too far from Todd artistically. He's just a good <laughs> man. Yeah. Like I figured out early. Pete, no, Pete, always a humble man. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 because I, I go back to some of his old stuff, and I go, like, I, I could do that with my toes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he's drawn lately, because the last 20 years of that guy's career have been nothing but business. You know, buying sports memorabilia and making toys. His toys are some of the coolest toys ever, though. Like, his, uh, the, like the, the, all the... That guy's become, like, a, a businessman. Mm-hmm. Like, he flips shit. Very impressive to watch. Going now to entertainment in the quarantine, man. Uh, what have you guys watched? Movies, television shows? We all watch Tiger King. Come I'm on, sure man. We're all watching Tiger King. Tiger King. Again, that's a, it's getting kind of old now because I watched that like two months ago almost. 
But oh, like, I will ask this because I haven't had this conversation with anybody. But did you guys watch the special new episode of it? No, it was like some fucking like after show. It was the worst thing I ever fucking saw in my life. It was an. Ep- I, didn't, I didn't think it was bad. I just didn't think it needed to be done. They were treating these people like they were the people from like The Bachelor. <laughs> that's what it came off as in the trailer and I was like oh it's not another like the story like there's no there's nothing new in the story of these people it's just now they're like all coming back and reflecting on things I'm out on that there was a point where the one guy with the long hair that's like um, all of them Pete Eric. the guy who was like the zookeeper that's like all yeah, of them Eric. Pete yeah I know I can't <laughs> the guy with the long hair with the zookeeper <laughs> zookeeper who was I don't know the guy who was Eric. running a cult banging all those broads he looked like Vince Neil. The guy who was Eric. the guy who was uh, banging all the broads and he's running a cult. <laughs> Doc oh, Andrews. Oh no, not 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 no. Like, so you call Eric. Yeah, yeah, the Eric guy. They go mm-hmm. like they're like talking about how he's getting stopped in the streets by people and stuff. And they go, "Do you have anything you want to say to America?" And he goes, "Yeah, fuck you." And they cut back to Joel McHale, who's like, "Ha ha ha, oh you." I'm like, "No, oh, that guy fucking meant that. He's pissed." <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I like that guy. That, that guy. That guy said it like was like. It's like I fucking hate Motley Crue. <laughs> <laughs> fucking like half the people are like, I didn't do this. This is fucked up. And they're like, Haha, well, who's gonna play in the movie? Yo, that that um Asian lady dude is the most ride or die worker I've ever seen. She gets her arm like chewed up, and she's oh, like, yeah. Take it off, man. I don't want to miss work, and I don't want the zoo to go out of business. It's like what? <laughs> That's an employee. <laughs> That's yeah, and 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 what's his face? Um, the Tiger King dude. He's just like, I'll never financially recover from this. <laughs> Carol fucking Baskin. That's who fucking ruined my life. He's an idiot. Yeah, that guy got played by some dude in an affliction T-shirt. Um, <laughs> he got like, what do you think was gonna happen with? I I loved how Carol Baskin got him though. She was like, um, he was using a picture that uh, that was like, um, you know, it wasn't um, copyrighted. She bought the copyright for five bucks, and he continued to use it, and that's what like she won a million dollar lawsuit off of him. It was like it was sneaky, but uh, she's like she definitely murdered her husband. Like, oh yeah, that's one hundred percent. And I don't get yeah. like all these straight guys turning gay for like meth and money. Like you know, I don't like. A, it's just like what? But tigers were selling for like two thousand dollars. It wasn't even that much money. The whole thing. Is- I go out and buy a litter of tigers right now. I, I mean, like I couldn't. I don't know if I could feed them, but like I, I have. Them. Do you have access to an old Walmart trip? Who even likes tigers like that? I don't fucking like tigers. Big fucking cat. Well, aside from Tiger King, is there anything else you guys? Have seen? I watched that ex um, that that <laughs> Thor movie. Yes. Oh, I, I didn't get to it. Oh man, that was awesome. That was real good. Uh, <laughs> yep. The story was okay, but the action was just like John Wick style. It was it was sick. Murdered the guy with the with the tea mug. The what mug? One in like in the the scene where he he's getting the kid out and he murders the guy with the teacup. In the, the, where he was still locked up, the kid. Yeah, yeah, he was locked up in the room, and mm-hmm. he's, he's beating the shit out of all those guys, and he just grabs the one tea mug and smacks the guy across the face and snaps his neck. <laughs> yeah, I love when he was that that the guy was just like, 
uh, the guy puts a gun to his head and he, he pulls the trigger and he's just like, the guy didn't even blink. He's a fucking, he's crazy. He's like, you don't have a magazine in the gun. It's like, <laughs> uh, he, the Pete, the, I think my favorite scene was he has this like fight with this other, like, um, like special forces guy over the oh, kid. Yeah. And like that fight was just like, it was, in, shit was coming out of nowhere. They were having an awesome fight. And then like, I, you know, I never got like with Die Hard or like any of these movies, right? Like, like you have this like super soldier dude. It's like, how many guys do you got to commit to kill, like, to like send it out to their death before you're just like, all right, that guy wants it more than us. Yeah. It's right. like, it's like, like John Principle, yes. How many people are, uh, you know, on the bridge? It's fucking two guys. They killed like 50 people. <laughs> I'm making 30 grand with this job. I don't need this. Yeah, I'm that running the other bad. way. That's the. The goons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go- being a goon Bro. sucks. Sounds horrible. Mm-hmm. I, also, I also did watch uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Oh, I gotta watch that one. Any good? It's funny. I liked it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was good. It was it was free on uh, on Amazon Prime. It was free on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I didn't know that. I might check it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. that uh, Harley Quinn movie. Oh, how was that? It's the third best Deadpool movie. It's a third best. Is that a is that a knock on that movie? Oh, it's trying really hard to be Deadpool. Oh. I I you know what? It's funny. Like I've been looking for things to stream, and I keep seeing that. And I'm like, I just did not like Suicide Squad. And I well, were they streaming better than that? It's better than Suicide Squad. There's some really good action scenes, but it's too much of like the yelling fuck at the camera and winking. Mm-hmm. What was it on? Which service? It's just on rental for Amazon. Ah, I'm not paying for that shit. Fuck that. I did watch Bubble Boy. Bubble Boy with um, uh, American Pie? Fuck that shit, but I watched Bubble Boy today. (laughs) Jason Biggs, man. That movie was funny. No, Jason Biggs wasn't in that. Bubble Boy? Oh, Zach. uh, Not Zach Galifianakis. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Zach Galifianakis. Three respectable Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah. Um... I forget. You know what? They kind of look alike, though. Um, it was Jake Gyllenhaal and, and Jason Biggs. Like, like, you know, they're both like just. Well, I mean, back then. Yeah. Before maybe so kind of yeah. Before kinda. before Jake Gyllenhaal got like just like you know sexy and Jason Biggs has kind of stayed Jason Biggs. In the Prince of Persia. <laughs> Either you guys watch uh, Money Heist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Daniela watches it. Money Heist is pretty cool. Yeah. It's a uh, Spanish bank robbing heist. Show. Wasn't it French? Spanish thing. Wow. Okay, guys. I can't even tell. And it's actually, by the end of it, not real good. Is it a show or like a, a reality show? Because every time I turn on something, it ends up being a reality thing and I hate it. No, this is actually like a scripted. It, it, they call it heist, and I was expecting going in like an Ocean's Eleven thing. Mm-hmm. It's way bigger. It's like hostages and. These huge elaborate plans and gunfights, and it end up being real good. And we finished the last. There's four seasons. We finished the last one the other night, and now I'm pissed because I really want to know what happened. So this is still going. More seasons? Like they're still making more? They're making them because apparently this show is huge. In mm-hmm. We have no idea, but it's pretty solid. I'd recommend it. By the end, it gets. I'm telling you, the last two seasons, three and four, are bonkers. I. Over the, I don't think I have the attention span for. Actually, I watched Castlevania, the new season. I <coughs> that that you haven't watched any of them. No, I watched the first two seasons. 
it watches real quick. They're like twenty three minute episodes. There's like eight of them. So like you know, it's like almost like a movie. You watch like through two and a half hours pretty much, and you yeah. and that's it. So I watch that. That's the only TV show I can eat, I, I can like handle because like if I don't, I can I can dedicate like two hours to something, and then like I'm moving on to something else because I got the kids and all. I'm doing all a bunch of work and shit. So it's hard for me to watch a show at this point. No, I hear that. We're we're in the, <coughs> you know, we're in the small apartment with nothing but time to watch shit. Mm-hmm. And instead of watching new things, we're just watching all the old shows we like. I watched um, Driving Miss Daisy. Real good. I very much enjoyed that movie. I have not seen that movie since I was a kid. Um, I hated it because it was boring. I mean, yeah, as a kid, it probably sucked. But as an adult, you get to appreciate the characters more and, like, you know, you have more idea of what that time period probably was like for you know Morgan Freeman. I probably should rewatch that mm-hmm. as an adult. I watched The Pianist. Um, what? The Pianist. What? You want me to say penis, Billy? I watched The Pianist. All right. <laughs> Yuck it up, guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, dude, I'm watching that movie and uh, I never saw it before, and I was like, there, you know, uh, what, what's his face? Um, um, oh my! What the hell's the name of that actor? Um, he was in um, Adrian Brody. So like him and his family are like packing up their shit and they're in Warsaw and they're like, "All right, man, we're getting out of here, man. Shit's not looking too good." And then they hear on the radio that that Britain and France declared war on Germany, and they're like, "Let's fucking make a big meal and toast to this." And I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> these people are staying. That's no good for them." And I miss it. Which movie is this? The Pianist. Oh, that's it. It's about World War Two in the uh, Warsaw, the Warsaw Ghetto. It, it. Uh, do you know? Uh, do you anything about the Warsaw Ghetto? I do, but I think I'm good on that topic as well as movies go. Oh well, no, it was really interesting. But I mean, like right off the bat, like when they he basically they basically stayed because uh, was it England and France declared war on Germany? But what like they didn't realize that it, France and uh, fucking Germany. I'm sorry, France and and um. England, we're gonna get beat back into the fucking sea. So, like, they never came to help the Polish. Nope, that was a bad spot to be. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I watched that. Uh, I watched that new Vin Diesel movie where he's like basically RoboCop. Bloodshot. Yeah. Cool action, but I mean, the story is just like whatever. I you know. <laughs> but, watched the movie based on a 1990s Valiant comic book. Oh, it was a comic book movie. From. <laughs> You remember Valiant? I, re- I yeah. remember the, the 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 Valiant was the distributor, right? Yeah, that was the like not Marvel, but Valiant. They had Exo Man of War and Harbinger and Turok. Turok? No way! How did he uh, get his own video game? It wasn't a bad comic, actually. It was just obscure. I have a couple issues. Uh, maybe worth uh, what, uh, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, that that movie was it was stupid, but the action was cool. Like there was a lot of cool action scenes. So like, what, stupid when you said Vin Diesel. <laughs> What'd you say? I I figured it was stupid when you said Vin Diesel. <laughs> if he doesn't have a huge ensemble carrying him, he's not good. If he doesn't say just one word, he's yeah. the two two best characters ever are uh, Groot and the uh, robot. The what's what's the robot from? Iron Giant. Yes, but they. <laughs> I see your point. 
point is validated. There. Just, just, dude, keep him to one word. He's in his wheelhouse, man. I am Groot, Superman, mm -hmm. done. <laughs> That's about it. What about you, Billy? What have you been watching? I've been uh, keeping up to date on Clone Wars on the Disney app. I'm like two episodes behind on that. Oh, my uh, God. There's a new show? Yeah, they do. They're finishing off the uh, the Clone Wars story uh, storyline finally. Like seven seasons. The cartoon. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like there's a whole brand new Star Wars show. I'm missing out on it. I'm like, what? Yeah, pretty much. It's animate. My problem with the Clone Wars is it's so hit and miss. It's what? Like this last season, I've been watching, and like one storyline will be great. The next storyline will be the most boring thing you've ever seen. Yeah. The these, last, these last two episodes are uh, are amazing. That's what I've been hearing. Yeah, like probably some of the probably their best episodes uh, ever. I think I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. Yeah, I've uh, on the Disney app. I've I've watched every Pixar movie with um, my daughter, and I'm talking like I watched all the Toy Stories, all the Cars movies, um, Finding Dory, like all the sequels and shit. They're all really good. Even cars. Even dumbass cars. See, I don't know. I saw I watched I watched the, the fourth Toy Story movie. I was just like, meh. It was still really good. Like you're talking about a franchise been around for twenty years. Andy's not even there. The third the third one the third one was great. The third one was probably one of their, their best ones. The third one was better than the second one. Yeah. And was better than the first one, in yeah. a way. Wait, uh, yeah. the third one? Oh, the first one's the best. The animation doesn't hold up as much. The first one? Uh, you watch that first one, the animation's a little rough sometimes. Well, oh, right. yeah, the, yeah the, all right. the, I agree with you there. But the story itself is you know, is amazing. Yeah. You guys watch Onward? Oh, my God, I love That was a really good movie, man. You fell asleep? Yeah, I was really tired that night. Uh, I like that movie. I love that movie, man. I I loved the whole, um, what's his face, Chris Pratt's character Farley, I think his name was, uh, and like why he was who he was, uh, because he's like he was too afraid to say goodbye to his dad, so like he... notice too that that is a um, Chris Pratt character, the second movie, the second character he's played who's been too afraid to go in and say goodbye to their dying parent. Oh, him and uh, Star Lord. I'm like, is this a thing with this guy? He just can't he, say goodbye, man. He has a real problem with that. And it haunts him. <laughs> but the second character, he would have figured it out. <laughs> but yeah, if you haven't seen Onward, Billy, I I loved, I thought it was excellent. Yeah, yeah I watched the first 15 minutes of it, then I woke up for like the last five minutes. It pays off. Mm -hmm. off Tattoo was really good. Uh... Like you know, there's ones I've ever heard of, like the la like the good dinosaur, like that was good. That's a cloud. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so I I went through pretty much every Disney movie ever, and now they have Ducktales, so I'm gonna go through Ducktales. <laughs> the new one or the old one? The old, the '80s, like that. They got a modernized version. I don't, I don't know. What the fuck, what's that? You know, you should skip Sonic the Hedgehog. Dude, you know what's messed up? I'm I'm really happy that all these like movies aren't coming out in the movie theater. They're coming. I can just stream them from my house, and yeah. there's nothing worthwhile. There's literally nothing worthwhile. No. I took a chance on that long shot thing because it was like, all right, this looks like a cool action movie. Let me check it out. 
go see that in the theater otherwise. I wasn't. I was. I, well, I would have never seen that in the theater, but like, all right. I was like, all I, we're quarantined with the family. We're watching a movie tonight. It, oh. <laughs> we watched yeah, Bloodsport. What'd you watch? Bloodsport, man. Kumite, bro. Fucking Frank Duke. <laughs> Classics. <laughs> That movie was awesome. Then we watched the next night. We watched Kickboxer. It was the same movie. It was awesome. Claude Van Damme. Yeah, Jean Claude Van Damme. Yo, what was more crazy to you that Jean Claude Van Damme or Arnold Schwarzenegger kept playing American action heroes? Like the most American. Yeah. Who who do you like? Who who do you call bullshit on more? Like, what was more bogus to you, Schwarzenegger or or Van Damme? Van Damme. Because Schwarzenegger in real life at least got into American politics. But I'm talking about just the accent. Forget the like what he did. Just like like the, their actual accents. Like who who sounds more just like 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 more bogus. Well, because I think Van Damme has like that Belgian thing going on. It's a little harder to understand. So I'm gonna go Van Damme. Right now. Yeah, I'm going Van Damme. <laughs> Arnold sounds like he could be a robot. Like, you know, like, I don't even know, like, I guess it's Austrian, but, like, it's, like, almost like Arnold, where Van Damme sounds like a Frenchie. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Just watch that Street Fighter speech he does and try to understand 90% of it. The next, van, the next, and by the wannabe is going to feel it. so hard. I want to watch that movie again because I, I know it's going to hold up in, in camp. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just probably it was so stupid that it's probably hilarious to rewatch that now. So I've watched that recently. And if you like the old Batman show from the sixties, if you watch it and think, I'm watching a comedy, it's so much better. <laughs> just acknowledge it's supposed to be stupid. <laughs> we uh, uh was it two nights ago we watched all three of the Indiana Jones movies? The that, first one's oh, amazing. <laughs> The second one is honestly much better than I ever remembered it because it was so funny. Like they they were they they turned up the comedy hard on that when like she like she keeps getting disgusted over all the food they're serving. Like like they can't serve like chicken tikka marsala. Like it's a chew the monkey brains and like like a fucking snake. Or when she, like, goes to get her, like, clothing and, like, she just grabs a big fucking screaming bat. Like, it's... Or the bug scene. is that whole thing with the bugs oh, going all over. I love that. He's just, like... He, she's like, I can't do it. He's like, we are going to die. Just pull the lever. I didn't know bugs got that big. Right, there were there were some fucking gnarly bugs in that in that scene. And then again, was it the the was it the Last Crusade? Awesome movie. It was so good. Like I think that's my favorite. I'm between one and three on that. I think Last Crusade's up there for sure. I think one is like like has you know what three has the best combination of comedy. And good story with the action, right? One is good story with action, right? And there's not like there's a little bit of comedy elements to it, but it's not really like that. I was laughing the entire time in three, and the story's great, and like the action's there. Was bonus Connery? Connery's the shit. 
I love Sean Connery in that movie, man. He's he's so fucking funny. Where like he he cracks Indiana Joe, he cracks his son with the the Ming vase, and like he's like all distraught over it. It's like I can't believe I did that, and then he's like, oh, it's it's not it's a fake, you know. And, and like the whole time, Indy thought he was like worried about him. He didn't give a shit about Indy. What one? Who's the spell? Oh, I, that one sucks. I remember, I saw it in the theater with Pete, and I was just like, this sucks. <laughs> I tried to like it. I defended it for a bit, but it's it's rough. I went when I went back to it. I was like, this is bad. The, the the like obviously none of the Indiana Jones stuff is like in the like the real world, but like it, like you know like it's it's all bonkers, right? But that yeah. was just like on level ten. Like the he gets the he survives the nuke in the fucking fridge. The Whatever. Fridge. Okay. He would have been every bone in his body broken from that. <laughs> He and then been, he wouldn't have been able to get out of the pool. He would have been dead. Yeah. <laughs> and then, all right, whatever. He survives it. Um, the 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 scenes just look bogus. Like with all the monkeys chasing him and that like whole scene in the Amazon, it just looked stupid. Like like you know, it didn't yeah. feel like any like any Jones had like special effects. But the, I guess in the eighties, it was all real stuff. So it, yeah. even though it was bonkers shit, it didn't look bogus. Like that, right. like the the monkey scene with uh with uh Charlotte Booth was like the stupidest scene in the world. And it, that's right after the the giant ants, right? Mm-hmm. The giant CGI bug. Yeah, the giant ants eating people, which is the dumbest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. And then the aliens come down. Like like I don't know. Like, I just wasn't like super into that. I, I I hated that one to be honest with you. Honestly, upon a rewatch, the aliens were the part that bothered me the least. Compared to just kind of shitty effects throughout the whole thing, and the fact that you don't want to see Indiana Jones at all, they should have just left it at the. Well, you know what? What's this? Rambo came back, and that movie was awesome. Both of them. Oh, oh, difference yeah. between Sylvester Stallone roided out on HGH, and Harrison Ford, who just looks like he's in pain running. Yeah, because those Terminator movies aren't good with Schwarzenegger. He looks awful. It's terrible. Look I didn't even see the last one. Look, whatever Stallone's doing for like eighty years old, like he's like in his mid to late seventies. I, I mean, I'll I'll sign up for that, bro. He looks great. Plastic surgery and uh, roids. Yeah, yeah, but he was. I mean, like, I'm I'm sure he was on roids, right? But like, he's always been in great shape. He just kept that up his whole life. Like, like you remember him in um in Rocky Four. Well, I'm sorry, what'd you say, Pete? It's a, apparently the lesson here is don't stop your roid regimen. Yeah, whoever said that like you would die of like a heart attack is wrong. Like <laughs> you, you just you just gotta take care of yourself. You just gotta know your cocktail of roids, that's all. Right. Yeah, like he didn't want to get like Batista big, he just wanted to get swole. You know <laughs> <laughs> He wasn't trying to get like, you know, get like ridiculous, just big. And I can respect that. Big enough to believe. Yeah. yeah, believable big. Like, yeah, you, you could achieve something like that if you ate right and stuff. Uh, I mean, did you remember Rocky Four, right? I mean, that. I mean, he was in great shape. He, I heard that he like all he ate like burnt toast and like egg whites, and that was like pretty much all he ate to like cut down that uh, you know, that much back then. Just that always cracks me up though about some of the rock, even the Creed movies. You get like. Uh, Stallone or, or Michael B. Jordan, they come out and their boxers are shredded. 
and then they actually fight a real boxer in the movie, in the case of Creed, and the guy's like built, but he's not cut like that. Like it's there's a difference between the Hollywood muscle and the actual athletic muscle. First of all, who would sanction a boxing match with Drago Jr. and and Creed when Drago Jr.'s got him by like sixty pounds? Right? Like they're not in the same weight class. Not even close. It's a At least with like Rocky, he was in an exhibition fight with Drago, so like it wasn't for like a belt or nothing like that. So like you could fight out of weight class for that. Right. Uh, look look who's uh look who's bombing us right now. Oh, it's uh Danielle. How you doing? Hey. I'm sure she loves being on camera right now. Yeah, in a room. <laughs> Oh, it would right be awesome if she came in with like the you know her hair up, the face mask on, like. You know, <laughs> I don't. Even, I don't even get Yeah, you know, the, <laughs> the rolling pin. Once you, <laughs> she got full Italian old lady. <laughs> we actually, we actually watched an episode of The Simpsons before, is where when Homer went to um, Rock Camp, Rolling Stones Rock Camp. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I know that one well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was that. Uh, Elvis Costello's like, come on, guys, everyone can't play the guitar. Doesn't anyone want to play the bass? And they all look at him like, meh. <laughs> then they end up with nine guitars. <laughs> and Homer's just like, screw this, and jumps over. Billy, is it possible that we've converted you to the Simpsons episode? Uh, you know, when the when I'm looking for something quick to watch, they have like the collection set up on the Disney app now. They have like rock and they those collections. Yeah. Oh, just the- watch the first the first I would say ten seasons. You're just gold. Ten seasons. Oh, I, I remember those seasons, but you know, like this was like season fourteen and stuff like that. There's a few other ones I want to want to go back and check out. The but, further uh, you get away from like the original writers and producers being in it, the, the more watered down it gets. There was a period a couple like two weeks ago where I was kind of just had them on in the background all day, and you noticed the dip. <laughs> if that happens around ten going into 11 and you realize like people aren't the characters aren't acting like they used to act a lot of the writers like left like you 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 had like a bunch of you know your core people were all leaving the show so like yeah it affects the show yeah also you hear like different voices coming in at regular it's it's weird like the original voice cast spread out a little bit like all the stuff that we quote pete is is from the first like ten seasons. I don't think we quoted thing after that. I, I found there's one or two episodes from like eleven, maybe the crayon in the the nose episode. Mm-hmm. That's like season twelve. <laughs> so that's about it. That's my cutoff. I think. <laughs> yeah, I uh, pro the the first the first like ten eleven seasons of that is probably my favorite of any like the cartoon television show. I feel like that. Like even though I love South Park. And they always make me laugh. I feel like the moments in The Simpsons were better. Like, I'll always quote, um, <laughs> what was it, uh, when Homer is trying to build the grill? <laughs> There's so many good ones in that, like, like that whole sequence. Like, Lake Grill? Lake Grill? What the hell is that? <laughs> or he's like, oh. Looking barbecue. Why does that mine look like that? <laughs> Why must I fail at every attempt at masonry? <laughs> I don't even remember the, the subplot of that. I just remember Homer trying to make that grill, and it was, like, so funny. It's the one where he becomes a weird artist. 
Oh, the thing that like, yeah, all the some like he, uh, the thing he made in the cement like didn't that become like a thing of art? Yeah, an outsider art. The point is, once you get past that grill, the rest of the episode is kind of mad. In that first ten minutes, is solid gold. Yeah. Oh man, such a good show. So what? Uh, going on to the next thing, man. What do you guys think is the future uh, for the next? Like, when are we getting out of this? My probably not left at a summer. Yeah, I think we're getting into the summer at least. Like, I'm, I'm, Bill, you don't think we're going out of corn? Like, like, like are people are going to go back to work. She's going to start opening up till after the summer. You think after Labor Day? Uh I mean. I would think the way they're talking, um, you know, they'll, they'll start opening slowly but surely. Schools schools aren't opening up till next year. Um, you mean like September or like 2021? September, September, next school at season. Least, at least, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, concerts aren't going to be for a while. Sporting I don't, lots of I was events. Supposed, I was supposed to go to a Taylor Swift concert in late, um, early August with uh, Miller. You and- dodged a bullet. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I, I brought that guy's passports out from Mexico, and that's what he does for me. He gets me uh, Taylor Swift concert tickets. What a dick fit. <laughs> my, well, wa- my wife wants to go. My wife wanted to go, so I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll go. Um, but yeah, so she her concert's in August, and she already said it's being postponed. Uh, it's it's going to be weird. It's going to be a weird couple of years. Yeah. I'm bummed that like 311 Incubus was playing Jones Beach. That's like I go to that concert every year, the 311 concert at Jones Beach. It's always a good time. Now I got a no no Jones Beach this year. Yeah, yeah. Like I had I had tickets for uh, I had well I still have tickets for Rammstein in September. But Didn't that guy I die? That. No, he he had had it, but uh, he he uh, he got better. Mm-hmm. I thought you were about to say Dishwalla. <laughs> <laughs> It's a dishwalla, Rammstein, apples. Yeah. 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 Apples, potatoes. They're opening up. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so what about you, Pete? What what, what do you think is going to be the the case? I think it's all going to depend. I think we're we're, we're facing the test now where a bunch of states are going to reopen against doctor's orders, you know? We'll see what happens with them. We'll see what happens to Atlanta, Georgia, before I make a call on well, Las Vegas. Obviously, like cases are going to go up, but the thing is, if they don't get like overrun and there's people not dying in the streets, then what are we doing here? Like, let's let's get back to. We talked to um, Hannah's uncle who lives in Italy, and he paints a very grim picture of what happened there. Literally that. Mm-hmm. So. It kind of has to play out. My theory is you're going to open places like Vegas. You're going to open places like Georgia. You're going to open Florida. And people are going to die. A lot of people are going to die. And we're not going to go back to normal like that. You know, New York is a little more uh, cautious than a lot of these other states. A lot more densely populated with a lot more international people. For some reason, this has all fallen down party lines. So red states are going to open it's just the way it's going to go. You know, they're going to try injecting bleach in some language. But we got to 
see what happens. My prediction, this is going through to the summer, at least. At least till June, July. I'm hoping, they already pushed it back, but I th I'm hoping June will be back. We'll be starting the process to get back to normal and then... I don't know. I cuz like they 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 gave out like an eight step thing to get back to normal and it was like I don't even know what the fuck the half this shit means, man. Like I <laughs> Well, I, I mean, think it's like you said, ramping up the testing. Let's get a better clear picture of how many people are carriers, how many people have the numbers. What exactly is happening? What is the true true picture look like? And and people got to stop just picking one side or the other based on, you know, president says and what the governor says. They need to, we need to look at numbers. We need to look at numbers. We need to look at treatments. Yeah, but the, uh, Pete, there's not like, like what source, there's like, a, I don't know, everything's so politicized one way or the other. It's just like. Because they're making it that way. Because when this started, it was a liberal of conspiracy to take down Trump. That set the tone for that's the poison. That Something happened where, like, you know, tr like with the the you know Trump and, the, and then the White House was like, this isn't, this is this is bullshit. And then one day he got some info where they were like, all right, man, we gotta shut down. Um, so like I don't know what like he's the president, so he obviously has, you know, top secret knowledge. So I don't know what the fuck. You know, is the like the deal like that they because if they would just say, hey, look, man. This is the deal. Like, if you get this, you know, this is what happens, right? And like, you'll fucking die or whatever. I, but then, like, the numbers don't back that up. Like, you know, the, I, problem is, the problem is that this thing was two months old when it started, and it hit us. We there were no recorded cases beforehand. There wasn't numbers. There wasn't data we could look at. We didn't have information. We don't know if people can be reinfected. We didn't know if this was. You know, things like the infection rate were not known. None of this was known. We went in and we went in thinking, hearing one side going, this is the end of the times, and the other side going, this is a hoax that the deep states were perpetuating to take down dear leader, and both those sides stuck to that. And nobody could reach that middle ground of like, we need to be cautious. Yeah, but there's no uh, there's no country that that has any of that like data though. Like you know, Ch China has like exactly, but the states, us, this mm. country is so divided that everyone clung to their whatever their leaders were telling. Them. That's the problem. Why we didn't have that. we <laughs> didn't listen to the scientists. We didn't test. We couldn't get the test. Tests were going out to the highest bidder. That's a problem when you're dealing with this kind of thing. You can't get numbers, you can't get information, and you can't give it to the scientists. Meanwhile, you have some people who are praising the scientists too much. There are some people who are completely discounting the people who should know the most about this. And you end up with these conspiracy theories. Now, today I'm watching this thing about the New York City um, protest, where they're, they're going, the people protesting in the streets are going on about the deep state and the Illuminati. Yeah, you but... It, do that shit... That, sh that shit that, that shit happens with everything. There's there, there's conspiracy theories, but New York City isn't even on lockdown. Like like uh, at, was the Feinbergs were telling me they went on a like a walk to get out of their apartment, right? Yeah. And they went they walked across the Brooklyn Bridge, and they said it was completely packed. Right? No, we we dealt with that too. We wanted to go last night's day that was out. 
we wanted to go on a hike. And, you know, you hear hikes are fun. But like, let's find a nice path that's got no people. We find them all the time. Every path we went to, parking lot jam-packed. Nobody's stopping us. And they're saying New York is the hardest hit city and state in the world right now. Mm-hmm. And if we can't get it together, nobody's going Like, we're indicative of what happens today. Well, Gotta go to West Hills early in the morning. Go to where? West Hills. Oh, he's yeah. saying go to West Hills early in the morning. Oh, I agree. That, that's actually a great idea. That's Plenty what you thought, right, Bill? Yep. Yeah, that's a good path. Because that one's not crowded on a regular day. But yeah, I, I do I do the one that like wraps around by like the um not not where the actual dog run is. I actually cross over Sweet Hollow Road and uh, there's there's paths all up through there. That's where I found the Blair Witch Christmas tree. Yeah. I don't know if you know where my parents live, but right up there. Remember McDonald's on one ten? Yeah, yeah. Basically across one ten from you guys. There's there's an entry up there that's pretty Oh wow! Is that house that that was like decrepit still there? No, I think they knocked that shit down. Who thought to build the house there? It was an idiot. It was actually a whole thing. They built it without the proper permits, and that's why it went. Of course, because you shouldn't build a house on a fucking like sand hill. Like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, they dug out that hill, and then were shocked, and they had mudslides. <laughs> that was the weirdest thing. The whole first story of that house was underneath mud. <laughs> um th- yeah was it they were telling me that um uh the Feinbergs again the, the her brother was they're like oh we're we're we can't stay here in New York anymore they were going to go to Minnesota for and stay with her with his wife's parents and I was like it's like you're going from the epicenter of this fucking outbreak to like I imagine some city in Minnesota that probably is not hit that bad cuz Minnesota Right, like you're you're potentially like if you're doing that, how many people are just flying around wherever they want to go, and like we're not stopping shit. So like, my again, the first decision you can make is to not is is to a lot of places aren't even taking anybody from New York. It's like a thing you can't fly from New York. Yeah, but you could. What what about Jersey or Connecticut? Like you know, it's not like you can't just fucking drive. Situation going on themselves. I don't know what they're doing at that border. I haven't looked at that. So I can't speak to it, but they're, they're in bad shape too. The whole tri state area is fucked up. Yeah. Um, I don't know. After this is done, we're going to Maine. That's all I <laughs> got. You got a place out there? I wanted to go there anyway, and I'm tired of being at the epicenter of everything bad here. When the missiles finally fly, you know they're coming here. They're never going to fly. It's not happening. Oh, and we'll never have a global lockdown due to a fire. <laughs> That's more plausible. We'll never have a terrorist fly into a building. No, no. No, the, the, it happens. Every 10 years, something shit happens, and it happens to New York. I'm out. <laughs> Whatever. I mean... Like I, I d- d- bombs are never gonna fly here. It's just not. I mean, not not while we're too too strapped, Pete. <laughs> we're too Guess st- what they're gonna hit? They'll hit New York City. Kim Jong Un is actually dead. His sister takes over. She's twice as nuts. They're hitting New York City. She's actually in good shape too. I know. She doesn't look at mental state. That we thought nobody could get worse than their dad, 
And then we got a guy who's worse than the dad. Yeah, he looks, you don't know. He looks just and like. You know what's in New York? New York's the bullseye of America. <laughs> they are. If you want to do the most damage to a country, you hit the city that's on this tiny little strip of land with the most people. Oh, for sure. That's the epicenter of our entire economy. The epicenter of the world. Exactly. I don't want to live on that epicenter anymore. It's called an epicenter. <laughs> yeah. Um... Where the lobster are jumping out of the water. Weed is legal. That's where I'm going. Maine's legal weed, too? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, uh, I don't know, like, I got kids right now, and, but, like, I was looking at, so, it was, Ken was saying something about Jacksonville, I started looking at prices of homes in Jacksonville, and, like, for $285,000, which is, like, $110,000 less than I spent here, I could get, like, a goddamn, like, mansion. A mansion? (laughs) A mansion. I could own an entire, like, ranch in the cabin in the wood like mountain retreat in Maine for what you can buy for a house here. Uh, plus your taxes are like Elder was telling me in Tampa Bay he was paying like two thousand dollars a year, which yeah. is like nothing. I pay I pay a thousand dollars a month pretty much, a little less than that here in Ronkonkoma, which is like, you know, I'm out all pretty much in the boonies, like, you know, as far as like, you know deep stuff up here. I'm like, I'm, I'm east. I'm pretty east. Yeah, and but everything's going east. I, I get it, it's because we're so densely populated that, like, you know, we grew up in Melville, right? And Melville now, it feels like probably how, like, Mineola felt, like, you know, in, uh, like... In the 80s, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you, in the 80s, like, um... Dix Hills and Melville area uh, probably is like was uh, what we are now in Ronkonkoma, right? And same thing like Mineola was, you know, like you go further west, it was like it was just the people just keep moving. What I'm trying to say is people keep moving further and yeah. further east. Look at Patchogue. Look at Patchogue. Beautiful Not town. even years ago, it was a dump with one ball. Mm-hmm. Now it is the social hub of Suffolk County. Yeah, it's a beautiful town. Uh, they really, really did a great job on that. Yeah, but that's because everyone is pushing further. Mm-hmm. And you know what? 50 years, Long Island's underwater anyway. So I would never own property. No, that's not that's not the case. That shit's going down. I'll, I'll, make, you, I'll make you a fucking $10,000 bet, Pete, that in 20 years it'll still be here. I said 50. I, I, neither of us might be alive to collect on that. So I'm, not, I'm just saying, like, 50 years we'll really puts us at 90. Years old. <laughs> when we're 90 years old, we'll talk. I don't think so. We'll probably be, we'll be dead. Like, I, I imagine, was it the uh, the, the, the regular, um, was it the, the lifespan for us right now is our early 80s. It's like, you know, 80, 81. Right, like, but like our generation likes to binge drink and fucking, you know, the food we eat is fucking garbage. Yeah, it's just like I don't foresee <laughs> us. Like, I don't think diseases like like this bullshit is gonna kill us. But like heart disease, lung cancer, like these are the things that are gonna take out our generation prematurely. Oh, yeah. And we've done ourselves no favors. Nah, man. Like Tinder, fucking like do you, do you real? <laughs> Do you realize how much dick slinging is going on out there, bro? Like, I'm start, I'm be shocked if dicks don't fall off in like 20 years. Oh, it's a dangerous mm-hmm. amount of slinging. Yeah, man. Like, 
It's like like gay men back in the like the seventies and the in the eighties and stuff like they were slinging dick. That's what what straight people have now with Tinder, right? And gay people are on some whole nother jizz fest level with Grinder, where like they could just open up their phone and in like forty five minutes just get some dick and then go back to the party. Like I've 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 literally had that happen with with my friend. And like he would just be like, Oh, I'll be back and came back like an hour later and it's like, Oh yeah, it's fuck some guy that was like ten minutes away from here. It's like well, that's, that's fucking awesome. disgusting. <laughs> like it's a, it's like you, when you it was you always felt like cool like if like we were at a bar Pete and you took a chick home like ah oh, good for Pete right but like like I don't know what because you, you had to earn that but like now it's like you just whip open your phone and like you're just like straight up bumping uglies to some rando and you just never talk to them again like it starts getting disgusting after a while it's like damn really taking the skill out of it yeah That's man true. taking any any like credit mm-hmm. earned ability well the the well it, it all takes off um I read I read something about like. This generation can't take rejection because they it's been filtered out for them. Like right. not not just even in um, uh, what's it uh like relationships where they you know you you go ask a girl out and she says no. It's like no one asks a girl out anymore at like you know in person. They're always just like I'm gonna go to Tinder or or Bumble or whatever the heck. And they worse. I I've told the story a thousand times of my my brother's brother-in-law whatever that relation, my sister-in-law's brother. Mm-hmm. He, when he was 16, he was asking me, like, how do you talk to a girl? And I go, well, what have you done so far? He goes, I te- I, I'm just going to text her, but I'm checking it out. I'm like, you're afraid of texting? <laughs> you're afraid to text her? I'm like, I used to have to call the house and talk to the scary dad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, we, yeah, so, like, it's it's a totally odd period of, uh, of like, social development where, like, even, like, in sports... Everyone gets a trophy, you know. Like you, you didn't fail. You just, you know, it's like, what are you talking about? Like I don't know. And I, I go back to remembering the day that happened in elementary school for us. And Pete, that's why we are in quarantine because <laughs> we are. We, was it a? I, I, that, I'll disagree there, but I see where you're going. This is why our forefathers didn't give the right to vote to women because. Because our forefathers also didn't have the internet to spread the information to make good choices. They were too busy kicking out the British. They were too busy dying of the of influenza. We didn't have anything back then. The uh, they at the, thirty eight. They didn't die at influenza. And who, who, what, which one of the forefathers died at influenza at thirty eight years old? Uh, I'm not necessarily saying the forefathers as much as most of the people of that time who lived to the ripe old age of 49. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, what was it? Uh, antibiotics and um, vaccines really helped out a lot, you know, de- destroying. I realize my timeline is off because in 1911 was the last. 19, 19, 1920. Last big influenza outbreak, except for the one in the 50s. Small. I was not smallpox. Um, the Spanish flu happened in World War One, and that was so like nineteen eighteen or something like that. But that started in Kansas, I want to say, or it's it records are bats. what from eating all those bats and things and the, the pangolin. Records are shoddy from like a hundred something years ago because back then it was a witch did it. 
<laughs> no, it was not a fucking witch did it back in 19. Bro, Ooh. we were flying Don't planes stop. at that point. We were. It wasn't just a, like a religious country like that. Don't, don't discount Kansas at any point thinking a witch did it. Uh, they fucking, I mean, I imagine like people back in the day, like didn't like people got sick all the time and died. They were just like, whatever fucking because, uh, yeah. then world war one happened. We took that. Sh- this is what I saw in this documentary. We took that shit over to Europe, trench warfare, close quarters, and then, bodies everywhere. Yeah. And then it's called the Spanish flu because like, apparently it got really bad in Spain and they just got like wiped out from it. So, yep. Then it came back here again, and uh, yeah, like I saw, like fifty million people died. Like I could see quarantining us for something like that. It's like okay, it's the same thing. It's that it's not that we're so we're holding up. It's the numbers that we don't care as much it's about. Not, it's, not, it's not. We have it's medical. Not. It's what they're trying to avoid. That 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 the flu was so crazy because it was killing people with good immune systems, like young people and um, sorry. Uh, like infant people, like, like like babies and like young young young, young people, were, and old people weren't dying from it. It was fucking people with good immune systems because the way that it worked. Fought in the war was the primary because they were infected to hell because they didn't have antibiotics. Yeah, and their I, systems were compromised that way. No, they, they they had they were I had the best immune systems of the of the time period, and they were dying because of the, their the way that that flu worked was that it, it it when it attacked it attacked the 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 virus so much or it kept multiplying so much uh, that because of of your immune system like it it flooded your lungs and you died like that. The people who had shittier immune systems, like the older and the and, the, and like the the real young, they couldn't, I guess, like like build up all the mucus like that to to fight the virus, and they didn't die. So it was killing people in their prime, and it was that's what was like so crazy about it, and it was killing them fast. So like you know, and the the, the numbers uh <clears throat> the death rate on that was wildly different than this shit. This shit is below point. This is point oh one percent that we know of right now. Because also, the numbers are lower because, hey, we are doing the correct measures. We have the better health system of like more advanced drugs, more advanced treatments, things like ventilators and, and, and all that. And we're actually doing the social distancing to avoid that kind of spread. So if, by your logic, if we are just sitting around waiting to hit those numbers before we go, oh, wait, this is bad. That's a fucking problem. No, no I, I, but like, imagine you squash it before it becomes that. That's what the point is. Pete, like, I just, I, I could see if it, if it, like, the mortality rate on something was like higher than this. Ninety-nine point nine percent of everyone in the world will not die of this. You will see those numbers get that high if you do not take the proper precautions. We won't. You will see those numbers get that high. It's not going to happen. You absolutely will. It's just not going to happen. But the, the had, thing is, it hasn't happened in any country. I've enjoyed this meme going around of the Godzilla stomping through the Tokyo. And them going, he's killing thousands. And they're like, not as much as the flu. Let him go. It's not what you do. You fucking stop Godzilla. No, Use but it's like, it's like how many people die of car accidents a year, but we accept, we accept it because it's like, all right, well, we're well not going to drive. Well this, beyond. It isn't, though. It's comparable to... And it also has effects far beyond death that are going on. 
people with strokes and, and, and mental problems that are happening from this. Like, it affects your organs. It affects your brain. It affects your heart. It affects your kidneys. It affects everything. There's going to be long-term stuff from this. This is like 9-11. Nobody thought about the first responders who were going to get cancer from working down there. That's the kind of thing. Collateral damage is still a thing. I understand the collateral damage is still a thing, but, like, we're, we are God only know. I'm not an economist, Pete, but, like, what's going to happen to our dollar? Like, Oh, we're fucked. We are absolutely fucked. So I'd rather have just gone so, through the sickness and just kept shit going on as, as no, per use. You wouldn't because the way this works, enough people drop dead, enough people stay home anyway. That's going to happen anyway. We're doing it without the death rate, with a hope of being able to upswing things back. I wish if we had fucking decent leadership. Well, you just you just said that, that we. Well, you're contradicting yourself because you just said that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, and then you you say that we we don't have good leadership. Well, because I think economy wise, we don't. We have well, he shut down the economy to save lives. Yeah, but now he's trying to open it too early, and you're sacrificing all the good that you're doing. Well, according to who? Like, I mean, if you ask well, a just Dust... Today, just today, you had Boris fucking Johnson, the number one guy in England, saying, who went on and on about, we need to reopen the economy, reopen the economy, reopen the economy. He gets the thing, he almost dies, and now he's like, back it up. I've been through it, it's bad. And if I'm giving that guy any praise, you know this shit's fucked up. I, but again, like... Basically, you're, re you're hitting the reset button... All the same things are going to happen. All the same shit's going to go down. It's going to happen it's anyway. Have a massive loss of life, and the economy is still going to suffer. But it, we're, we're going to have Pete. Second, we open things up, it's going to come back. It's it's not going to come right back. It's not. Are you, oh, you saying the disease or the economy? The disease. Yes, the disease. The economy will bounce back to a certain extent. I don't know. I don't know what this is going to. We we've given. A, several stimulus packages and we're going to bail out a bunch of shit. I, I don't know what that's going to do to our dollar. Like we have a lot Show of money. What? Show me the money. Oh. Exactly. Because the, the places it's going are disgusting. Uh, you know, again, no they, they, they program in place. Well, again, the, what, how have you, no one's ever had to deal with something like this. So they made up these stimulus packages and they just, they threw them out there. You had to, you had to, every, all these companies had to claim stuff and like, it, like a lot of big companies got these things, right? And then they got shamed for it and they started giving it in a back. But they did like file. It wasn't like they just, here, we're giving this to, you know, um, you know, McDonald's, we're giving this to this. They, they, you had to apply for these grants, right? Like my company had to apply for it and we didn't get, we didn't get any of that um, that stimulus in that first wave. They're they're doing another like uh, three uh, maybe six hundred billion now in the second wave of it. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully we get our check. <laughs> but again, the, the the whole thing was to all right during this time period to not um, if as long as you don't fire anybody, then you get the money right. So to keep people, the, the citizens, you know, with money because uh, uh, if you can't eat. It's going to be fucking martial law and chaos. People aren't going to, one, listen to the quarantine, two, there's going to be mass hysteria and violence. Agreed. So what do we what do we disagree on here? I'm, I'm just talking with you. What I'm trying to say is that, like... No, no, I, I agree with that, yes. I'm just saying but the, the effects of all the money we've just given out, we gave out something like $2 trillion in um, just, I think, 
what was it, the aid or I, I don't even know, man. Unemployment, like, where's that even? Where's that money coming from? We have 22 million people in the last, you know, two, two months to file for unemployment, and they're getting not just what you know um, people were getting unemployment before, but they're getting like twice as much now because you know in this crazy time, people need more money to survive, right? Yeah. I mean, they they've canceled like rent from landlords. Like I, I know that like no one has any love for the landlords, but like they got to make these buildings run and this was their livelihood. Like what happens to these buildings at this point? Like, you know, like if, if like, how does that guy stay afloat? Like it's all a chain effect, man. Like, and I'm just worried going in, you know, into the future. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll say this. We all, we all are that part. Absolutely. I'm terrified of it. So my whole thing of 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 saying that this thing it has such a low uh, death rate for us to be doing this is not trying to like downplay the seriousness of the disease or the um or I'm saying like you know I'm not trying to like puff my chest out but I'm like what like what's what's more beneficial what's what's worse us no, I, going I see what you're saying but I also think that you're not taking into account that this would happen if people started what's dying. The economic downturn of this thing is inevitable. It's inevitable no matter how you handle it as far as the disease goes. I if you have the disease, your workers are calling out. Your workers are getting sick. Your workers are dying. Your workers are choosing to stay home. Your workers are losing their jobs. At least this way, taxpayer money goes into a stimulus package. Pete, that, that should not go to these that, I, work for. If it was just taxpayer money, Pete, I'd be fine with it. They're just printing money. This is well, the, at this point. Again, I don't want to get into this portion of it, but if we hadn't driven ourselves three trillion in debt over the past three years, it wouldn't feel like that much of a. Hit. All right, but what were we at twelve trillion in debt anyway? Like you know, it's it, we, we've been in a ton of debt for a long time here. Um, but you know, I, I don't know. I'm not an economist, Pete. I'm not one either. But this is a push us over the top moment. We threw money around for years, and we, all this fiscal responsibility talk out the window. Just throwing money, throwing money, throwing money. Keep that bull market roaring, and now we find ourselves over a barrel, and it's a problem. It's going to be a huge problem. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Um, they're saying that the uh, the economy is going to come back. Uh, you know, when shit opens up, and don't like. Buy it. I don't, I don't, the people are scared, man. They scared the shit out of people. I don't think, like. Let me ask you this. When this is all over, are you going to the movie? I, if, I hope the movies never come back. I hope I can just stream them. Yeah. For, I'm, I'm beyond, beyond me, like, being afraid of the virus. I just hope, I just hope, like, the new Marvel movie comes out and I could just stream it that night from my house. But adding to that, all right. So they reopen the economy tomorrow. You going to a concert? No. You re they reopen it tomorrow. Are you going into the city just to walk around? No, but but to be fair, I wasn't really that guy anyway. I agree. Are you going to go to gossips and get a lap dance? Oh man, those poor poor bitches are going to have to be given. Uh, eventually, prices will drop, Billy, and I might be there. <laughs> you might just get sex in the champagne. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be the you know depends on the discount. <laughs> um. Yeah, but like, yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, especially coming right off of this thing, like, the the, the first thing I'm gonna do when they're they, you know, I'm going back to work and now I'm in contact with people again and all that stuff, is hanging out with my friends and family. I don't give a fuck about 
like movie theater. How is that? A, that's not bolstering the economy. No, I, I get that, Pete. Um, the point I'm trying to make, the only point I'm trying to make there, is that that's the reality. That's the reality of the situation. Is most people feel the way you do. N- now though, I know why. It's going to take time. It's going to take no matter how quickly you rush to reopen things. You're only doing harm because you're causing people to go back to work to get sick, and you're the people with enough sense or enough money are staying home. So the the reopening, only th- rushing right now is the problem. The thing I'm going to rush to actually is the barbershop. I hear people say that. I'm like, yep. good on you, but you're in quarantine. Here. I mean, Pete, like you just you bit you like buzz your hair, bro. I got I I, I gotta like. My beard is down to my stomach, man. It's yeah, but like, do what you gotta do. You don't, but do you, but do you go to the barbershop regularly? I haven't been to a barbershop in a decade. Okay, that's why you don't give a shit, though. Like, but this is like a, a, a regular maintenance thing for you know, you know, for a person to like get a haircut. But we're all on lockdown, and I keep I've been hearing a lot of women talk about their nails and hair and roots, and a lot of guys talk about their shave and their hair. I'm like, fucking, just do us all a favor. Get fat and gross like the rest of us. <laughs> you hate fat, gross people. Yeah, well, this seems like a life-changing event to turn me out around. <laughs> I will become what I once hated. Uh, now, I don't think there's... Uh, right, right, as of now, Pete, Like I don't think there's anything to, to stop the fear. But if we never initially went into it and, like... It would have happened. I, I don't particularly think that this thing is that bad. Um, as far it's definitely catchy, and like it, like there, but there's so many people that get it and they have no symptoms. There's like there's millions of people who get it and do not have any symptoms. There's it's so many people who do and overwhelm the healthcare system that you would have had a panic and a scare. We did have a panic and a scare anyway. Yes, and we managed to close things down in enough time that now enough people are being treated for the. And isn't that the goal to save lives of people? That's um, the goal. That's that the, was the goal that's... was to stop that from happening, and it's working. And we're, the people who made that call, who saved countless lives, are now being demonized for it. I disagree with that. I don't think anyone is 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 demonizing them for it's trying to save lives, but there's like you you fucking fucked the entire country over <laughs> over fucking... saving. How many lives? It's like, what do we buy? What do we buy with the with with all that? And you know what? I hear a lot of people say that until it's one of theirs. My grandmother could have died of this shit. She was she she was on a respirator too, man. Like she she had some fucking thing that hit her bad. I was working in the city. She died in middle of February. I could have given it to her. I don't know. She wasn't tested for it. She didn't die of cancer. I hate to even say it, but that is not outside the realm of possibility. And it's it, that was the fear, people. So like, I I get it. Like you know, like I, I get the fact that losing a loved one sucks. Like you know, who does who? No one. I don't wish anyone death, bro. There's ain't no coming back from death. But like, yeah, I'm also. Point, I'm sorry. The point I'm making uh, though is that let's say we left this thing unchecked, and we're like, okay, old people stay home. Everyone who died after that would have been on. It would have been on, on everybody, and we would have stayed home anyway. We would not have fucked with this. 
this would have happened. Okay, but... This lockdown, did they have to do it? I think so. But it would have happened anyway. But Pete, like... This way we have some programs in place to help some people. But Pete, like... Thousands and thousands and thousands of people die every year of viruses, right? Thousands and thousands of people die of lots of things. Doesn't mean we need another thousands and thousands and thousands on top of that list. Yeah, but you're sacrificing everyone's livelihood over it. Like going to happen anyway. I don't I don't buy that. If we if we never stopped everything, then shit would have been going on as usual and people would have seen the death toll rise, the hospitals collapse, people get sick, and people choose to stay home anyway. That would have happened. Hundred percent. I don't I don't think that would be the case. And and so and so's thick and your coworker's thick and your manager's dead, you're staying home. They, that was happening at Hearst. They well, not the dead part, but like people were getting sick, and they would just be like, "All right, well, don't we want you know that? Hey, look, someone was sick over on that floor, and they were they've been sent home." And then, if that person was on your floor, what would you have done? Would you? Have what the fuck like could that? I have done, Pete? Because I you got to remember that 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 you walk around for like days and weeks without anything going on. So like. It is what it is, Pete. I, I can't I can't help it at this point. Like I, I've been exposed. Right, but would you have the good sense to stay home and not transmit that to everybody you know? I mean, like Pete, I've already done it. I've, I've already done it though. I've already exposed myself and exposed my family to it. What's what's changing? Wait, wait, you get sick. Are you are are you going? I need to do this for the economy, or are you staying home and avoiding? People? No, but like I would, I'm doing this for my family and my business to keep us running and going. Like we're, you know, we're losing money because there's no one using our machines, man. Like we're losing money because we can't get new bit. Who's buying shit right now? Like you know, we we didn't get that first wave of stimulus. Like this is this is. Well, there's countless people whose families do not own the companies that they work for mm-hmm. who are going to stay home because fuck them. They don't pay me enough anyway. All right, well, that's, that, that's not the case, and that wasn't the case for us. And um, you know, I, I can't speak for everyone in the world, but like, you because know, it didn't get to that point. That's why it didn't get there because they shut things down, and that was the right call. People would have died. Lots of people would have died, mm-hmm. and we would been like, "Fuck you! I ain't going to work. I ain't getting that shit." All right, nope. but then what point. would you? All right, if you would have quit your job, or or you got you know like what what would you have done then? And the economy kept going. You would you couldn't have done that. You would have had to gone into work. When when I got sick before all the lockdown stuff, I took an extended leave a couple of days, mm-hmm. and that during that couple of days that I was basically freaking out that I was going to have to take two weeks off at least. Because I think I have this and I cannot get a test for the life of me. I was prepared to call in every sick day I had and take a huge financial hit. The uh, well, so you probably so you got sick in this whole thing. Yeah, at the very beginning. Ah, uh, so again, you probably had it too. Yeah, but I was prepared to do the right thing because that's what needed to happen. You're not spreading it to everyone you know. To to. Aside from that, I mean, you got to add in. There's, there was, you, you roll in during a pandemic, coughing and sneezing and running a fever. They're gonna throw your ass out anyway. 
Yeah, but like again, Pete, like we we still have motherfuckers running around, like guys like Billy, who again has to handle all the boxes. And Billy, are you wearing a mask? Yes. Are you your hands and sanitizing? Yes. Uh, I mean, it's not really a mask as much as it is like a it's like a elongated shirt sleeve that we we're putting over our mouths. You're wearing something over your face. Yes. And and you wash your hands at the end of the day. Yes. And you, you put on gloves, I assume, while you're working? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. shocked at how many people weren't washing their hands regularly. <laughs> that was a real eye-opener. <laughs> like, they're, people like, were complaining about that. When Fauci came out there, he's like, you got to wash your hands, people. It's like, wait a minute. Like, like more than I'm doing now? Like, well, how many times are we talking about? Like, I wash my hands a lot. And they're like, no, no, just like, you have to wash your hands regularly. It's like, who's not washing their hands regularly? What are you talking about? Who are these gross people? <laughs> I hope handshakes go the way of the dinosaur. Oh, I don't need that shit. I like handshakes, man. I'm good. They're, 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 I think a lot of people aren't going to do that anymore, though. It's, it's going to be gone. We're not high five where our dicks now. That somehow seems less sanitary. <laughs> the um, whole new flu of diseases you can spread. I mean, uh, I don't know, man. That's kind of like you got to unzip your pants, take your belt off. Yeah. Get around. You know the origin of handshake was that two men who shook hands to show they were unarmed. That so, was the Heil Hitler. The the that's the that's what the Roman thing. He got it from uh, what's his face. Um, uh, Caesar. No, well, yeah, I guess, but the the fucking B- B- Mussolini. He was doing it right, and but but it hail it comes from Rome to show that you're unarmed, so you give him the old like, hey, you know, well. Aside from that, too, Actually, that's also the origin of the handshake. Mm-hmm. Here's my unarmed hand request to show. Well, you, you know, Pete, after World War II, you can't be given the old Hail Hitler anymore. No, was... no, no. Again, it all <laughs> history is decided by, by the winners. You know? <laughs> it was a bad <laughs> look, man. We're like, don't do that and don't name your kid Adolf. Those are the two. And also, that mustache out of style. That's the rule. Charlie Chaplin, uh, Laurel and Hardy were just heartbroken over the whole thing. It's like, ah, oh, man. A lot, of guys, a lot of guys. Michael Jordan tried to bring it back, didn't work. No, that's a hard style to bring back. Uh, you're you're going to have to get, like, anyone who's who lived through it, you get you, they all have to be long dead for you to, like, bring that back. Oh, speaking of, did you guys see Jojo Rabbit? Still haven't watched it. It's on my list here. Excellent movie. Did any of you guys speaking of Tiger with TD? Did you guys see the um, They Live in the Shadows TV show? I no. love that show. It's it's, it's good. Watch it. It's fun. Right, I gotta watch that. It ties into the movie, which I enjoy. Oh, really? The same characters? Well, it's different characters on the show, but I think like midway through the first season, they go to a vampire conference, mm-hmm. and all the characters from the movie are there. Oh, I gotcha. I love that um uh that that uh, guy from Fly the Concords. He's so funny. Uh, he was in Moana too. He was the uh, crab. Yep. Song's funny. I, I'm so <laughs> shiny. <laughs> doing his best, David Bowie. <laughs> yeah, man. So this yeah this this whole thing sucks. I, I again I don't think we're gonna be back up to at least June, but I th- I think today they just said they're pushing it back. It was supposed to be the 15th of May. They're pushing it back. I haven't heard that, but I assume you're probably right. I haven't checked. Uh, I'm in a a bunch of group chats, and, like, 
uh, the I, I I believe like the the group chat I'm in where they get or my because they're saying like oh fuck you know because uh the, my friend Dan Watts he lives in the city and he was saying they pushed the the was it a uh, Cuomo pushed it back you know now again so I I, I assume at very earliest June so that's my prediction as well what I'm thinking it's, the longer I think about it though I'm like. The damage is done. Let's see this thing through. So, like, when shit opens back, like, I know we just talked about it, but, like, what do you think, uh, like, what are you going to go back to doing anything that's in, like, like a restaurant or... Uh... I would like to... We're doing... Um, we've been big supporters of this, like, car side thing. Mm-hmm. We're trying... We try every so often. Last night, we drove out to Mineola. To go to the best barbecue restaurant on Long Island, just to have a decent meal, you know, mm-hmm. and throw some money to a business you like. We'll get a growler of beer from the local brewery, and they do the car side. You pull up, chick with the mask and the gloves comes out, hands you your beer, you know. Like we're we're trying to put what money we can into the businesses that we really support. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if that that kind of thing keeps going. I'm more than happy to keep that going. Um, I hope that we don't end up going to a restaurant where you're, you know, sitting at a table with 15 strangers, you know, shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. I think that'll take a lot to come back. Well, what about you, Bill? You're a big foodie. Uh, I mean, I, I enjoy cooking more than I enjoy going out, but, uh, you know, it's... Uh, I always see you posting pictures of you and Danielle uh, eating at a restaurants and stuff, though. Yeah, I mean we we've we've gone to some pizzerias and picked up some food. One one night we did uh, we we went to uh, we picked up food from Zaros up on uh, up on Jericho Turnpike. Picked up some Greek food, brought it back. That's by the pool I'll... hall. What's that? Is that by the pool hall? Uh, it's right. Uh, it's it's right. Uh, it's west of uh west of one ten on Jericho. Yeah, it's right by King Cullen. Yeah. All right, yeah, I know what you're talking about. They have they have good food there, Zaros. Yeah, yeah, and then like what I did was I put on like some Greek uh, like tour of the Greek islands on uh on YouTube. So while we're eating the Greek food, you know, we were going for like a tour of Greece kind of thing. <laughs> that's cool. See, that's the kind of like kind of fun dorky shit that gets you through this, you know? Yeah. It just, you know, you, you, you plan a date around it. So. Yeah. What about friends and family? Like, uh, how quick before you start, like, hanging out with them again? Well, we did, a, we did like, a whole social distancing visit. Like, we, we drove out to Queens uh, a few weeks ago, stopped by my grandparents, and, like, you know, they, they sat on the stoop, and we were on the sidewalk, and, uh, and we did the same thing over by my parents' house for a little bit. Um, you know, stuff like that. And, and uh, was uh, Thursday we're supposed to do a birthday parade for uh, my sister's my sister's youngest daughter. We do like a whole birthday parade past the house for her and stuff like that. You know, it's weird, but you know, you make you make the most of it. But at work, a lot different because you know we're, we're almost all literally on top of each other. You know, loading our trucks and everything. So it's 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 a weird it's a weird transition from work to normal life from work to normal life mm-hmm. it's, uh, in uh, hindsight Billy I feel like we're going to look back on these years like 
the people that your your grandparents are gonna look back on this and think this is a memorable year, you know? Oh, oh yeah. This is the biggest thing that that's ever gonna happen in our lives, dude. That's like oh, I mean, that's not like beyond like having children or getting married, but like I'm talking about everyone collectively. Yeah, you know, my, my grandparents you know, they, my grandparents went through prohibition, they went through the Great Depression, they went through uh you know World War, War. Two. Yeah. Landing on the moon. Yeah. So uh you know, yeah, my my my, grand, my grandparents have pretty much seen it all, you know, from the beginning of cars and electricity and all that shit to uh now this. They I don't think they saw the beginning of electricity. That was like an eighteen like ninety something. How old are you, grandparents? Uh, ninety-two <laughs> That would explain Billy's awesome metabolism. <laughs> like my grandparents are a hundred and thirty. <laughs> so yeah, that's why you look so young. Right? Oh, a very well, interesting movie uh, was called the um, uh, shit. Uh, it was with um, uh, Michael Shannon and uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, and there was it was basically the story of um, Tesla and Edison's. Uh, they were they were all trying to get electricity um, currency, uh, the, cu- the the current the current war or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I saw the thing. I want to watch it. It was it was very very interesting about like how that all started and like how it you know how, like why they went with what and uh, and who won the war uh, who who won the you know ACDC war. Yeah, that's actually a good uh, good topic for me. Yeah, it was cool. It had a good cast. It had Tom Holland was in it. Um, good cast. Second time better. Co- uh, second time better. Uh, Doctor Strange and Spider Man teamed up. <laughs> uh yeah that, i think we watched that with like the first couple of days of the quarantine i was uh the was it the what was it the uh, i don't think i've talked to you guys like actually since then when my, my son was born was uh march 20th in that day i get a phone call and this i was still going to work at that point so i was in manhattan and the you know it was a ghost town i would i would literally take an empty lar train to a semi-empty subway of like maybe like 10, 15 people in the entire car. And then I'd walk the street with nobody up until my building with no one in it and go and and, and just, you know, do my thing with no one there. And uh, I, I got a phone call. Uh, Jillian was telling me that she just went to the, uh, she had an appointment with the gynecologist that day to come home. We were having the baby because, uh, she was pre. She had pre-gestational diabetes, and the they they weren't sensing a um uh like the like uh the, the kid trying to breathe or something like that. He's supposed to start trying to breathe on his own. Uh, so they went to go get him out that day, and I I'm rushing home, and then on my way home, Cuomo closed Manhattan. Right, he gave that press conference. That same day. That 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 same hour, I was going. I'm like, oh my god, I'm having a baby today. Like all the shit's going on, and then. Uh, I, you know, I'm getting texts from my friends, you know, in the group chat being like the Cuomo's having a press conference right now. He's shutting down Manhattan, like all non-essential businesses, whatever is closed. And like, this is like the early stages of the whole thing where like no one even knows what that even means. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so like that's all happening. I get to the hospital, I get to Stony Brook hospital. They, they're, you know, they're um, checking you at the door. So like guys like, uh, you know, security guards like go over there, answer some questions. 
they gave me a little questionnaire. It's like, do you have a fever? Have you traveled internationally? I'm just like, no, 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 no. They didn't take my temperature or anything like that, and they just let me through. And I thought it was weird because this is like, all right, we, we were kind of like shutting down a little bit at that point. And then I was the only one allowed to see my, my baby be born. Like, like it's not, well, I'm, usually that's the case anyway. But what I mean by that is like, I was the only one allowed into the um, nursery. Like there weren't no visitors. It was just the, the the one person, and that was it. Look at it. Look at it this way, man. That is the best timing possible. Mm-hmm. Like right after that, they shut that shit down, and you got there. You got to actually be there for it. They, That's great. They um, uh, what was it? Uh, I forget what I was gonna say with that. Um, something about the hospital. Um. Shit. Uh, the, at, the, at the last day, I went to go get my uh, my, my kid. Oh, they kicked us out. Uh, they didn't kick us out. But usually the first time we were there, we were there four days in the hospital because she was a uh, recovering from the C-section. She had a C-section again, and that was recommended to say four days. Like, wait, I had the kid on Friday at noon, afternoon at one thirty, and then at 11 o'clock on Sunday, they were like, leave. Because they are like, the longer you stay here, the more chances you are to catch something. So get the fuck out of here. So I thought that was wild that they sent us home so early. And yeah. um yeah so we went home very early and then that day I actually got my temperature taken as I went to go grab my kid. Wow. So and, and Joe was cool and no issues. We've been fine. Um you know I really do think that we probably were exposed to it already Jill working at Bloomberg where yeah. where her boss is literally flying across the country with, at that point when he was campaigning and all the people there, it's a philanthropy section, so they're flying all across the globe, right? At that point, they had suspended flights to China, and actually, before she stopped working, they stopped the all all flights anywhere. Like you can't, you forget about it. Uh, but that, you know, she was exposed to international people. I was uh, in my building at Hearst. I'm exposed to plenty of international people. Um, so like we were in the city and the subways, you're on top of each other. I would be shocked if I didn't have it or if I wasn't exposed to it. Right. At the very least, you probably came in contact with somebody. Absolutely. I mean, not that I know them, but like, you know, they're so, somewhere. No, you walk past somebody. Mm-hmm. There's a deep breather in you. But after that, I've just been home. Uh, you know, I'm trying to make the best of it like everybody else. Uh, and it is what it is at this point. I, you know. I, I don't I, I just don't think however this turns out anyone's gonna be satisfied with with what happened this year with this. I agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. Cause like, you know, you, you like I know you, obviously you don't like Trump or whatever, but like you like how this is being handled, but not everything was up. You know, you think you obviously feel that things could have been done differently. Well, I, to be to clarify, I like it on the state level. Mm-hmm. I feel like the federal government really dropped the ball. The state level really had to pick it up. And we've really seen a weird switch in how the parties operate because of it. Normally, the Republicans are full-on state rights, and the Democrats are full-on federal rights. Somewhere in this past two months, we've seen that flop. And now the Democrats are all about the federal government, and the Republicans are all about the state. Uh, I mean, reverse the that. Democrats are all about the state government, and the Republicans are all about the federal government, and it's weird, and it just shows to me how fucking stupid this all is. <laughs> well, draw these lines, and everything's fucked. 
like well, right, right off the bat, uh, what was it? The federal government turned socialist. They just started giving money out. <laughs> I keep hearing, you know, oh, enjoy your Trump check, and I'm like, not the Trump. It's the socialist check. It's the. Did you, you know? did you uh, get it? I did not. No, uh, uh, Hannah got hers. I did not get mine. Yet. Are you are you getting it? We'll see. You know, I uh, bought my pack. I, uh, all my criteria are there. I don't. I, well, I think if you, well, I'm not trying to like two horns and like, but I think me and Jill uh, don't make the cut for that. I don't think we're gonna get our shit. Shannon got hers. Good. Well, you got kids, and that should factor in, no? That... Pete, it's not like they gave like us reading material so much about like what's going on with that. They were like, no, that's that's true. It's. <laughs> I mean, you look back to Hurricane Katrina. And what happened with FEMA there, and the amount of time it took people in our area to get their federal relief checks mm-hmm. years for some of them. So you I'm mean, not, uh, not Katrina. You're talking about Sandy. 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 FEMA. FEMA did drop the ball way best, way way worse on Katrina though. Well, then that my, then my example stands. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, I don't think they helped out anybody. I don't think they got relief checks at all. No, no, no. But in the Sandy incident it took people months if not years to get their money and i i fully anticipate that with it it's what happens when you deal with the government i i don't know if you've had to, uh, you've been furloughed are you on un- unemployment me yeah no i i continue to like i i'm working from home in the sense of like i i am still servicing hearst but no one's there so the, uh, right without well, any users if you are trying to get on the New York State unemployment, I know Billy, you're not because nope. active, actively employed. But if you are trying, you access their fucking website or get somebody on the phone. It's something to the number of, of one out of every nine hundred and ninety phone calls gets through. Well, you, you just how many people got you know fired not fired but haven't laid off or furloughed? You know. The influx mm-hmm. is so great that you can't get through. Well, that's I was up for five hours, and I'm a lucky guy. Dude, uh, you, uh, Anthony Selena, I see him post stuff. He got screwed. He owns his own business. He's a barber. And uh, he could do his shit online. Cause you could do it online, too, file for unemployment. But yeah. since he owns his business, he had, he actually had a call as well. And that yeah. he, he couldn't get through for a month and a half. I had to call. um I think I was lucky in that I was an early one, like I said, mm-hmm. able to get through in a mere half a day. But I have coworkers that I talked to who were, were up to a couple weeks ago still trying over a month. I, I, we helped Shannon, or Jill, I should say, helped Shannon do hers, and she did it online. She couldn't get through, and um, she was able to just do it online, and she was good. Yeah, when, um, when I was furloughed, I had to call. And Hannah was furloughed. She was able to do it all in time. But I think they've tried to up the whole online aspect of it. Well, yeah. I mean, hopefully. But my point is if, if you've ever tried to do anything online with the government, the IRS website is the most infuriating thing you'll ever fucking experience in your goddamn life. With this, with this. They, I'm sorry. I, I can only just imagine anything government-related getting money from the government is torturous. 
So well, I'm. I, I, I mean, from what I've been hearing, like, they, you know, they did a pretty decent job getting it out pretty quick to, you know, get uh, get some relief so far because like a lot of people got a lot of money. Well, not a lot of money. A lot of people got money quick, like. You know, within like a couple of weeks, people got some money in their pocket to try to hold them over for a time period. Plus, you know, everyone's on unemployment. Um, yeah, it's fucking wild, dude. Uh, I, uh, it's I unprecedented I, time. We're this is uh not anything that any of us have seen before. And not this the one the world was never on lockdown ever before in its history. We like you know there was. No, people, I guess you only have to do it with modern medicine because before that they had no understanding of how diseases spread. So, they, like, I mean, a lot of the things we're talking about are pre-germ theory. They didn't know why people were dying. They're like, oh, they're getting <laughs> sick, but they didn't know how it, you know, transferred. So Think about antibiotics. I know this is a virus, but antibiotics were not invented until the 1960s. They weren't discovered until then. Well, like, like the first... It, the first picture, right? Uh, the microscope... Uh, was discovered, um, you know, virus, uh, uh, nah, antibiotics, discovered viruses and shit like that. So, like, they knew that, like, what they were actually fighting. But I, th- I think it was the, no, I'm sorry, antibiotics. I think some guy left something uh, on a petri dish and it grew. That's his penicillin. Yeah. It's salt, but yeah. still, it, it's, it took, <laughs> it, it took hundreds. It was, it was like the past hundred years, you know? Yeah, it's it's well, it's recent memory, like recent history, like because before that, like you know, people didn't realize what what caused this stuff. Like, what like what was that stuff? Did, did, people were getting dysentery and dying in um, in uh, England back in Victorian England, which is like the late eighteen hundreds, right? And uh, eventually, the, like some guy realized that everyone was dying from this one watering hole, this one well, and then exactly. they was they test the water. Oh, the water is tainted. That's why everyone's catching this. Then the water is spreading it, and like that, like oh well, these. Look, man, the shit like this that takes huge revelations for people to realize what's going on. Like, you know, I well, don't... that's one of the reasons per our <laughs> tonight why I'm looking at a lot of this that's going on right now is unprecedented in modern medical history. You're going to disagree with how it's handled. You're going to agree with how it's handled. That's fine. You're going to fall on one side or the other. The important thing is that we learn something from this. And we take away the right thing from it. And the next time this happens, and it will happen again, it's inevitable. It happens several times a century. The important thing is that we take away the right things and we learn from it and we do it better next time. Because Well, hopefully next time, you know, we are more prepared because we're making our own things. Like we're, we're less dependent on foreign anything. And I agree with that one hundred percent. So, like, people, like, there's, you know, everything. What was it? It's like a uh, butterfly flaps its wings, and then there's like a fucking hurricane somewhere. Like, people with like like uh, uh, renal failure, right? Like, we get all that shit from India, dude, and uh, China. Like, they they're not getting their medicine. God only knows how much we have of that stuff. You know, like, yeah, people yeah. have to have dialysis and stuff. They're like. How much do we have of that stuff? So. Hey, here, here's the funny thing, just to tie this all up in a knot, is I've heard two people say that, and one of them, I believe, was Mitt Romney, mm-hmm. and the other one was Bernie Sanders. Do you get further right and left than that? So, yes. Can we all come together and disagree that we need to bring industry back to this country? You fucking fix that? <laughs> 
Uh, I definitely agree, man. We should definitely, like, everybody who's furloughed, bro, like, uh, well, not everybody, but, like, anybody who wa wants a job, bro, we should open up factories, be like, all right, man, we're not buying, forget tariffs with China, bro. We're just not buying their garbage, bro. It's fucking whatever we've been buying from them, let's make it ourselves. We need to tell these big business owners, these big corporate owners, yes, we need to give them a benefit to hiring domestically instead of outsourcing everything absolutely i mean that again that's what they were trying to do with the tariff like to like discourage um you know foreign you know bringing in goods but i agree that there should be benefits for you hiring here and i'm sure there are um like there's tax benefits like well like bezos was going to get in new york city he was going to get a ton of tax benefits for opening up his plant in new york right Instead of like just doing it, you know, a different state or country, right? Oh, I guess you, I guess a distribution center you can't really do in another country, but like, you know, what I'm saying like there's tax benefits to like open up your business in certain states, right? So like, it's got to go further. Yeah, I, I feel like I don't know. So there needs to be some. We have the biggest corporations in the world here, but the way we tax these corporations, there's no penalty. There's no penalty for, for you should get a again it's a tariff like you I guess but like you should get penalized like like tax wise for you know throwing throwing your a, your business you're making your product overseas yeah but a tariff a, a tariff hurts us a little more than it hurts them only like if you this, buy that bullshit yeah and people are still gonna buy the bullshit we need something better to bring it to you. No. I don't know again I'm not an economist I don't know the answer to I, well, I, I, like I'm not race I don't care I, I don't hate Chinese people but their government man like has the, unleashed some shit on us from their negligence multiple times and I'm over that shit I, I'm not buying any Chinese stuff like if I see made in China on it I'm out on it like I don't, I'm not I'm not gonna stop eating Chinese food because that's Chinese Americans I, I have no racism exactly that is a different thing <laughs> <laughs> like I'm sure they have Chinese people from China that working there. I'm not afraid of those people, but like I'm over buying their garbage. I'm just over. I'm not. I would never buy Chinese any. I, I'm stop. I would never shop at Walmart. I would never shop yeah. at like any of those stores at this point. I'm over it. And I'll, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm hoping that that is kind of a takeaway mm -hmm. that we we start producing in this country. Like and I, I taking note of where things are actually produced. Yeah, I mean, jobs that could be done by Americans that could put this country back on its feet, and, and, and it's not going to happen. I don't know. We'll we'll unravel <laughs> politically, and uh, you know, everyone will not be on the same page. But you know, again, like after nine eleven, we all got on the same page, right? Uh, and we, we didn't focus ourselves in the right um, way, particularly, but we were at least all on the same page. Right. I agree. I agree. <laughs> But you know, I, with social media, it's it's harder to stay on the same page when you just have everyone like blasting the other side of what they fucking believe in all day in the. Uh, yeah. Whatever, I, man. I saw a meme today from somebody on the right who posted the same meme from somebody on the left with the same quote, and it made me nuts. It was a glass of bleach labeled "liberal tears," mm -hmm. and it was. Right, saying I will drink this because of liberal tears, and the other one was like, "They just want us to drink this 
where we produce liberal peers, and I'm like, everyone needs to shut the fuck up right now. Get their shit together. It's fucking gonna kill each other at the end of this. Yeah, it, uh, it's wild, man. I, I've never seen something, I, I'll never see something like this again. I, I'm gonna have a f- fun story. I have a fun story to tell my kid that when he was born. I was like, hey, man, you know, when you were born in the fucking pandemic of 2020. <laughs> Your kid's got that an entire country. <laughs> oh, dude. By the way, uh, you know Danielle Abriola? Yep. Yeah, she's pregnant. Oh, shit. Yeah. Little, well, little, little boy, his name is Niall. I guess the Irish way to spell it. I don't know. Um, Good for them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Give her all my best then. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She, I, we were FaceTiming earlier, and she was like, "I got something to tell you guys." I was like, "You're pregnant," because you know, what else? You know, like you're gonna tell it's, me. It's cool. We know it. Can we text her? Um, yeah, man. Like, I mean, I, 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 I you could text her. That's fine. I, I wouldn't like throw that on Facebook. I'm sure she wants to like tell people. You know. I'll wait till I see an announcement before I read that. <laughs> you, I twice you can text her. That's fine. I'm saying, like, don't make a public, like, oh, congratulations. I'm to... not going to put it on Instagram post that. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, may, you know, she may want to, like, uh, announce that. Um, but, yeah, she, I'm, I'm really happy for her. She, I know she always wanted a kid ever. And, and uh, you know, she's like, I thought, I thought for sure she wasn't going to have a kid because she was, like, 41 at this point. I was like, you know, there's only so many more years she could possibly have a kid. But uh, good yeah. for her. Mazel tov. That's mm-hmm. awesome. I hope the, you know, hopefully, you know, the within nine months she's able to get to a hospital without having to go through this bullshit. Uh, 15 weeks. So what is that? That's like three months. That's like a little over three months, almost four months. Yeah. So, yeah. So she's, uh, she's a, in the, she, I think she's just starting the second trimester right now. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm happy for her. I'm real happy. Go out on there, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, going out on a good note. <laughs> um, I would like to do the show again, I guess, next week if you guys aren't doing anything. But like, I, like next week we won't just talk about the thing. We'll come in with like an actual list of stuff to do. But I figured that what else would we talk about about coronavirus and there's so much to catch up on. That, I like, feel like for every two to three years we do one highly political <laughs> I don't even think this was political. I we didn't argue left and right. We just I I you know, talk about current events. Yeah, yeah. Like I like I, I. Hey, look, I'm a te- I'm always a team player, right? I'm not gonna complain. Uh, and like I've been doing exactly what I've been asked to do, right? My my big problem with all phases of government is like, what's the plan, motherfuckers? Like, what, give me a date. Give me this. Hey, look, we want if you say we want to hit these numbers by June first. If we don't hit those numbers, then we're going to continue it to June fifteenth. All right. right. Like, okay. No, 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 no. That that I like because you can't control nature, but you can. Make- All right. Just tell me what like like we have no idea what number they're looking for, right? Because right now they're coming down, right, and they're like four hundred a day dead in New York. All right. So like. What's the deal? Then what number are we Cuomo? What number are you looking for? Where you're like, okay, 150? Like, you know what, 88? Like, what's the fucking number, man? Just tell me that, so that when those numbers start getting close, I'm gonna be like, okay, now we're gonna start. Now it's coming to an end. Because yeah, I don't like 400 seems like a lot less to me than 800, right? It's half. But the, he isn't. He seems more spooked now than he he seems just as spooked. I should say. Is he wants to push it back longer. 
So what am I supposed to think? So Yeah, I'm with you. I, I can't say I disagree with them because the information is always changing. But it is frustrating. Information is always changing, but give me what you're looking for. Like you, it's, It looks like, like my um, computer is about to die right here. This uh, laptop. All right, man, guys, I appreciate it. Uh, I'll stay in touch with the chat, and hopefully we'll do it again next week, man. Thanks, Billy. Thanks, Pete. All right. Pete, take, Thanks. Us, Pete, take us out. Pete, take us out. Close the door behind you. Boom. Boop, 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 boop.